Hey everybody, it's Friday and uh, I'm here with uh, two of my favorite people in comics for sure, Jeff and Joe. How are you both doing? I'm good. I'm all right. Joe's showing his face. I'm not showing my face. Oh, no. I don't I, care. It's, it's, it's fine. No. I will not bow to your peer pressure. <laughs> Joe, will, uh, Joe will give the expressions for everyone. <laughs> that's uh that's that's the way it should be well thank you everybody for uh joining us here uh we, we were we missed last week it was fourth of july i hope everybody had a good time blowing stuff up Come on. did there either you of you blow anything up not at all um in yeah. fact i took my wife and our dog who loses his shit um as many animals do during that period so i got them to shall we say an undisclosed safe location in a small town environment Perfect. where there would not be any of that and uh, I stay here for work. So um, while the rest of the country shut down, there is nothing but work. Ah. There's nothing but work going on. So, well, that's a bummer. Um, eh, depends on the work. That's true. <laughs> I was uh, I was at the uh, the cemetery for the one year anniversary of my grandfather's passing. So oh was, yikes! That's how I spent my Fourth uh, of July. So uh, it was fun though because. Um, a friend of mine actually mentioned to me when I had brought that up, he was just like, oh, wow, that's going to like kind of ruin 4th of July for you for the rest of your life, huh? And I was like, thanks. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't thinking that before, <laughs> but now, yes, it will, asshole. Thank you so much. God damn. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that's, uh, that's that's rough. Okay, um, I just I, I drank. I <laughs> guys killed the yeah, killed the mood faster than Captain America being unhappy with a dream. So, um, yeah, I, I the, the the worst thing I got is uh, I lit some fireworks off, and uh, my dog, who's not scared of fireworks, uh, decided uh, I think I'll go try and eat that. And we had to like oh, yank back really? last minute before it went off. So. No, that's not food, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. My daughter's like, let's see what happens. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> I've well, told you before, you have to go to supervillain school before you start blowing up dogs. I'm, you, can't, uh, you can't do it here at the house. I'm raising them early, so get, get you know. <laughs> Work for it's 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 work study from home is what's going on. But um, there you go. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Well, yes. Thank you everybody who joined us here tonight, and and thank you for the two people who downvoted before we went on the air. I appreciate that. Wow. Um, nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, as you could tell, you know, Jeff and Joe are are the guests tonight. Always fun to talk comics. I, I have to ask at this point. So. I, I was looking at these these two covers uh, coming okay. out. So I think Dark Star uh, issue one second printing is out this coming week. What? Hey, applause! Very Big nice. Up. Thank you. Go Thank baby, you. go. And uh, Jeff, you've got this. This is a next issue of Green Lantern that's coming in a few weeks, I think. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so. What's funny here is uh, I know neither, so neither of you choose the covers. We've established that before. Mm -hmm. But if you were to troll kind of the audience of people who have uh, have have expressed skepticism, Jeff, you've got a Green Lantern cover that appears to show Joe taking on the entire Sinestro Corps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, if, well, if, I don't. 
if you were trolling the audience, there's like probably no, I mean, the only thing you could have done better is if like is that you, they had Teen Lantern there kind of pushing Joe down, be like, no, no, I'll take care of this. No, I'll handle these fools. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> as I've said before, I have a vote on the covers, but it is not determinative. Um, the covers should always be taken as more of a, the vibe rather than a snapshot. Like they should yeah. always have a thing that says this image does not appear in this comic book. Um, I think they're great and they definitely set the tone um, of the feeling of what's happening. But um, if you're gonna tune in for a swarm of everyone in the yellow against this one green lady, um, no, not okay, exactly. So. Okay. Not, yeah, don't, don't come in for the epic, uh, well, hmm. Yeah, it, the cover the cover is somewhat not what's happening. <laughs> there, well, and speaking of which, so on Beckstar, it's a fun cover, but I mean, this is the most relaxed these characters are in the first issue. Like at no point in the first issue <laughs> do the characters like chill out and chew gum. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah, pretty. It, uh... Yeah, that also doesn't happen in the second, third, fourth, or fifth issues. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You did. You did capture the purples and blues there, in the in the cover. So, <laughs> I love it. Anyway, um, cool. Well, congratulations, of course, on on the success on on both fronts. And uh, and uh, so so highlights of the week. Um, we had a bunch had a bunch of, of various things go on here. Um, I, I, I wondered if you have any takes on it. We did. We we went to this quick, and, and Joe kind of ruined the bit last time by just doing it very quickly. But uh, yes. Um, which we could certainly do again, Jeff. How? Uh, so I, I noticed you, you expressed some irritation with social media today. Yeah, I mean, I, ultimately, I'm not a big fan of time wasting, and this week was a pretty big time wasting week on social media for me. There's a lot of little minor, like I'm so mad about this, I better call my congressman, and mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, you better worry about your vote. Like, if you're mad about this nonsense, you're paying attention to the wrong crap. And I started feeling like old man yells at cloud yeah. after yeah. a certain point. So I was like, maybe it's time to back the hell away from this crap. Um, there's just a lot of silly, just silly non-controversies coming out of, like, I just don't get it. Like, it's almost like you just want to be mad about something this week. And I'm like, there's plenty of real world shit to be mad about. Why? Are you, why are you looking so hard in the comic book realm to be pissed off? Right. It is. I mean, Joe and I talked about uh, Laura and the whole X twenty three Wolverine controversy. We, we were talking earlier today about how surprised I think we were that. Um, I mean that that video that we put up has like five hundred plus comments. And <laughs> how? I, I mean, <laughs> I. I, do you? I, I mean, it, 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 it seems we said it in the other video, but I still maintain, like, if you're mad, I mean, she's in the primary X-Men book. They're calling her Wolverine there. Like, what 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 do you have to be mad about at this point? Like, she's Does she get, does she have a dead name? Did, well, I mean, it, that's a very specific term. It, like, it is. I, I didn't want to, I mean, the, the two phrases that kept bouncing around was dead name and slave name, both which felt- Oh, like, Christ on a fucking Christ. <laughs> they both feel like pretty offensive to me. I mean, it's like- uh, 
Come but, on. It's I don't know. She was introduced as X-23, so a whole bunch of people think of her that way. Personally, I prefer to call her Wolverine, but I have a bent against Logan. So you really can't consider my opinion. I dislike Logan almost from, like, 1995 to the present day. So, like, like, why can't it just be whatever book you're reading, that's what they're calling her? Like, I don't know why you have to get mad about that. I, I mean, it, it would be, it's not like they went back to X-23. They're calling her Wolverine. She's in the main book. Like, uh, yeah, just call, call, call I mean, call it a day. I, 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 who cares? Who's calling her X-23? Which book is calling her X-23? Nobody. Then, like, wait, what? what? Yeah, no, I mean, I think some people on Twitter said she'll always be X-23 to me, which, again, is a reasonable, I think, point of view since she was introduced that way. If that's what you remember, yeah. remember who cares? But in that's the That's right. They're, they're calling her Wolverine. I mean, like, why is nobody complaining about her knockoff costume? <laughs> you know what? I looked at X-Men 1, and I just thought it was gorgeous, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. oh, it that's, was, yeah. that, that's a straight-up comic book right there. <laughs> it's, it's, well, speaking of which, uh, not to bounce around a bit, they're living in a treehouse. How do you feel about that? I mean, like, why not? They moved to Mars. Why can't they live in a treehouse if they want to? It's pretty crazy by now. Very esoteric. How, how do you like the treehouse, Joe? Uh, I, uh, so many plants. <laughs> it's, it's so plant-centric. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is setting up ending the, the Krakoa era, where we're yeah. getting back to... Oh, the X Men are a team based in New yeah. York again, and, and that over the next like year or two, we're going to slowly be pushing more to that. I feel like this is that like step yeah. towards. I agree with you. That era. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with that. I think that this they couldn't have ever ended well the whole Krakoa thing, and then declaring Mars the center of the solar system, and mm -hmm. you know we're going to represent our species in terms of the galactic whatever. It's like, who elected you assholes for that? So yeah. it just can't go well. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go badly, but it has to. So, you know. When are they going to live in a van down by the river? That's a good question. <laughs> I hope soon. That's, uh... Break it down. <laughs> so LK points out, yeah, was, and I think this this was the origin point. Some random look at lunatic posts a picture of Laura and Jane Foster saying these are the real Wolverine and Thor. And then oh, went, suck a dick. Fuck off. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <just> <laughs> fucking bullshit. Jesus Christ, looking for trouble. That's just that's bullshit. Well, Why can't I, I people like, like what they like? These are the real kids. No, they're, none of these characters are real. That's kind of the whole point. <laughs> right. Like, whatever, yo. What the fuck ever. <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's true. I, it's too much to get fussed about. Um, and, and I'm sorry. Been, I'm a little salty today. It's been be, a long week for me. Be, be salty. It's uh, we, okay. are not pre, we are live. This is not pre-recorded. We haven't been pre-recorded forever. Like, uh, yeah. there's, there's no pre-recorded. So, um, you know, Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale, new long Halloween. That sounds nice, right? Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, especially that they do this during, you know, uh, Asian Heritage Month. That was probably a good call for, for that to uh, <laughs> oh, <Joe>. do that. <laughs> um, Grant Morrison leaving DC, so that's uh, uh, after the Authority. He said, or he's he's at least saying he won't be with DC well, but but it seems like he said that before. Well, let me ask you guys, especially Joe, who seems to know all of the backstage everything. Yeah. Um, this uh, this authority thing with uh, Superman isn't that something from a long time ago that is just now coming out? This was supposed to be ready for Future State. 
Okay. Yeah. And um, it might have been in the works before that, but then there was a point where it was like, it's definitely going to be part of Future State. And then uh, they did announce that and then like forgot it. Like they just like pushed it aside. So Grant has been done with this for a while. That's what so, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're break. They haven't, I don't think, I don't think they've written anything for, for DC this whole year or probably into uh, the end of last year. So, yeah. Fuck you, Mumbles. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but this is like, I, I mean, Grant, Grant Morrison not doing stuff at, um, you know, DC. It's very, uh, I don't know if people have seen the very high brown brow film uh, Basketball. Uh, a, a guy known as Squeak Scolari uh, <laughs> who, who would say oh, things like, um, you know, if you guys rag on me 13, 14 more times, I'm out of here. Yeah. And uh, right. I, Grant is constantly in it. Like, after the multiversity, like, miniseries thing, they were like, I'm done. And then yeah. they were back. And they were like, I'm done again. And, and I'm sure they'll be done again with DC two or three more times before they're actually done. I feel like hiring them is like hiring the spirit of Jack Kirby. It's like they always think that, oh, this will be great. It's going to be a whole injection of um, awesomeness into the line. But it's always so often its own thing that only they can do it. And so if anyone else tries to mess with the concepts, they always fall flat. And you end up having to retool, retcon, and come back to the center again, which doesn't say anything about the quality of the actual projects as done by grant but it's like only grant can do grant yeah yeah right how about so some of you some people are saying this is all marvel dc there is one thing that's different the walking dead uh started out with um skybound x right so it was the uh, sci-fi turn of the walking dead is this something that uh i saw a lot of uh, people very angry about this they seem to miss the joke wait so initially kirkman lied to image to say it was a, that the the end of um Walking Dead was going to prove it was aliens that caused the right. whatever, but that was just to get it over the fence so we could get his black and white zombie comic made. Uh, right. I'm not reading it, so did that actually happen? Because that's a troll. That's a gigantic troll move. It it didn't. So the the series ended, of course, and then they started this weekly comic where back in Walking Dead, I'm pretty sure it was number 75. They did this kind of joke, uh, like what if type ending, where it 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 did what you said. They they basically put out a you know, suddenly aliens appear and uh, the governor is kind of there alive and he's a cyborg now. And it's like, it, it was crazy. It was intended okay. to be nuts. So, okay. so it was fun. Um, yeah. And then this week they put out this Skybound X series. And I think there's like, uh, somebody will help to help me out. I think it's like six issues and um, they're going to tell a story in that world. So everybody's running around with lightsabers and things and it's crazy. I mean, it's his property. He can do what he wants with it. Yeah, I, I, it, it seems like a fun joke. And I was a little bit surprised there was this negative reaction to it. Like, how dare you, you know, Ugh. and it's like, you Grow know, up. maybe comics could be fun every now and then. It could just be fun. God forbid. God forbid. I, and well, again, let's just all be miserable. Come on. Yeah. Well, that's what I buy comics. I know that's the reason I go. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of miserable, uh, Captain America hating American and dr America and dreams. Uh, did you? Snore. Did you? Did you <laughs> snore. What, 
The, the, the take I got of this was like, hasn't he questioned the dream like roughly 20 times in the last 10 years? Like it's Easily. Easily that. And there's that whole era where he was just being called the captain and wandering yeah. around in a black Captain America costume. <laughs> like, I wonder what, what was going on there. Like, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> That was a fun time. That was that was back when it was original. Like I, I that's when he that's when he punched Ronald Reagan for God's sake. I, I well, yeah, yeah, that was when Ronald Reagan was a snake creature. So, that's right. Yeah. No, it, it's it's the uh, Captain America. Th this this the biggest takeaway I had because it, it hit the news. Of course, Fox did a story on it. And others and they were like, uh, now Captain America is is lost the dream. And it's like, man, that has been the go to storyline for every yeah. run over the last five years. I don't know what yeah. you're doing. I, I would go back. I think someone on my Twitter feed was lifting out crap from. Um, There's that famous shot of him going to the newsstand and yelling why, in the public, Captain America screaming, Why is America always on the wrong side of every war? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And Nascenti. Like, holy shit. It, it 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 just it it feels like like what I desperately want is uh, is a new Captain America storyline. That's that's what I'm. That's what I you would know. I, I feel like that too. Like I feel like if you're going to do big two comics, it's it's a hard dance though, man. Like there's a lot that the company imposes that, and I I say impose in its most you know um, benign kind of way. The company has what they want to do, and you have what you pitched. And then by the time the audience sees it, there's some there's some synthesis of those two things. But whether it's 60-40 or 50-50 or 30-70, yeah. only, the, only the company and the creatives know. Like maybe that something else was pitched and this is what, you know, the company's like, no, we need him to be disillusioned and be this way so we can do this other shit. You know, I, we just don't know. I agree. No, I mean that that is somebody is saying this is the pitch we want to run with. I just I, I would like them to like it, it's like it's like Tony is is battling alcoholism again. Spider Man yeah. fucked something up, and you know. It's <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean this this goes into the whole thing about how every moment's a waking nightmare in in comics because it's all everything's ground it's it's Groundhog Day. Every day you you wake up and you go to the shop and you're like, what's happening now? It's same shit that's been happening. It's like, okay, yeah, it's the okay. clone saga. Wait, didn't we do that twice already? Yeah. When, when you get to the point where you're rehashing Atlantis attacks, there's a problem. Wow, that's wow. true. That's you know, wow. and it's like I, I'm ready for the okay. Now what? Like there used to be that. I know this is going to sound alien to a lot of people. <laughs> but there, there used to be Captain America and Superman and Batman comics where they'd stop a thing and they'd like keep going instead of constantly going back yeah. and, and constantly yeah. rehashing yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting a little heat for that on Green Lantern right now uh, because of the whole destruction of the battery thing. And all I can say about it is it's not going to be like it's been before. Let's just put it like that. Like there are That's things you have to do. It doesn't seem know? like it's been done before. I, 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 uh, yeah. We'll we'll get bored of that. But you're, this doesn't yeah. feel like a, a retread. I mean, you got to stick the landing still, man. But I mean, it's oh it well. Feel like that's a, up to you guys. I don't know if the landing's going to get stuck, but we're going to shoot for that target. We'll see. I, 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 I well, uh, I want to get your take briefly on this. Joe and I did a video on this. I think it will go out in a few days. But the um. This the Suicide Squad uh, Wild was it, it's Wildcat. What was it? Wild Stallion. 
wild okay. wild boar. Wild dog? Wild, wild boar. Wild, yeah. wild dog, right? It's wild not dog. wild dog, right? Yeah. It's wild dog. Well, okay. Everybody's yeah. going to be pissed at us in the comments, but the joke will play out in a couple of days, I promise. It will. Um, so this, this uh, Suicide Squad, so basically in this comic, um, they reveal that, or, or wild dog informs the rest of the Suicide Squad that he was in the Capitol riot, insurrection, okay. drunken people uh, getting into the Capitol building. And this has caused a lot of controversy. But what kind? Well, the original creators of Wild uh, Boar were not uh, Wild Dog. Sorry, <laughs> it's Wild Dog. <laughs> the, the original, uh, the original creators were pretty pissed about this. Um, oh, really? Uh, they didn't like the idea that Wild Dog would be a Proud Boys member, which again okay. seems like a bit of a weird. I mean, we've seen most of the DC universe at various times be mind controlled murderers, so I'm not sure why this is the line. But all right. Okay. I don't know who created him, but I'm old, so I remember him. Does anyone remember freaking Wild Dog? Yeah. Like, like, you guys are joking, but you didn't get his name right. So that tells you how much around he's been. I feel like the writers probably went, oh, here's a character who is sort of a violent vigilante type. Yeah. Let's use him to say these things. Yeah. Why not? Why yeah, they went, they went really, like, the critics got really mad, like, viscerally angry at Azarello about this um and i mean the character belongs to dc i, I mean yeah you know, um <laughs> what are you gonna well do? what i'll say about it is that i i am uh i am i'm up and down depending on what he's writing yeah. um mr azarello uh that i thought wildly offensive luke cage he did with richard corbin was like right. how did this ever get out of the door why yeah. who pitched this and why but you know what i did about it not buy it. Yeah, I mean that's what I did about it. Well, like, oh, bye. The other piece to go into it, I'd love anybody if, if anybody in the chat wants to weigh in. But Jeff, here's the other thing I don't get about this: if you're going to put the Capitol uh, riot again, all, what if you're going to put that event into <laughs> the DC universe? I mean, how does it make any sense in the DC universe? Like, Metropolis is routinely destroyed by aliens and Lex Luthor. The, he was president, and he's they've, they've kidnapped things. Brainiacs put stuff in a bottle. What is the yeah. flat? Like, how does it seem uh, to make sense? I don't feel that the DC universe in particular lends itself to those sorts of inclusions. You can do it, but you probably have to be a way better writer than I am, frankly. Um but like Marvel did the legacy virus. They didn't do AIDS. Everyone knew they were talking about AIDS. It was clearly AIDS, but they did the legacy virus. And some can, some people I think yelled at them about, just say AIDS assholes, you're cowards, you know, sure. call it what it is. And other people were very happy that they were trying to get at it in a metaphorical way because yeah. it's freaking comic books. So yeah. um, I feel like it's really the quality of the book. Like if you look at Watchmen, the actual Watchmen, not all the various knockoffs, that was very much about British politics uh, in a particular period of time, but it used real world events and then just injected these sort of sci-fi concepts into them. Nixon's a character, like Robert Redford's a freaking character, you know, these kind of things. But we're talking about one of the greatest writers who ever touched the medium playing around with these concepts. I am not arrogant enough to think I'm in that weight class Others may differ, mm -hmm. so they try it, and then we decide whether they made it or not. Um, I wouldn't do it. 
I, I just, I think, uh, I mean, in, in the, I mean, as Joe brought like Cyborg Superman wiped out a whole city. Like, I don't think yeah. anybody's really caring about this, this capital thing. And, and even if somebody was, I think the flash takes care of the entire thing in roughly 20 seconds. Yeah. Right. Like that can't happen. Like events like that can't happen in the DC universe unless you have superpowered beings, also members of the writers. Yeah. So, which you could do that. I mean, I'm not against any writer trying anything, but like, oh my God, I, I, I feel like things ought to be plausible. So if you're going to do it, it has to be plausible within the rules of the universe you're operating in. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I'm trying to picture Captain Boomerang with a headdress, like hanging out <laughs> Pelosi's desk, but it doesn't really work. Yeah, but on the other side of that, you could have something happen in Metropolis or DC's version. I mean, DC's version of DC, where like I don't know, the freaking Creeper or the Joker or somebody has led a bunch of clown faces to do something like that. Yep. Right. And you can still get at it. I'm not saying that's the way to go necessarily. I haven't read this comic. It might be excellent, but I don't go off just on them trying it, but I don't know why you're raising the bar that way. Like it's already hard enough to make freaking comic. It, it is. I, it's a, it's a strange, <laughs> I don't know. It's a strange piece. Um, all right. So, so Green Lantern out, and you're killing some people, like you said. I told everybody, everybody is safe, and a whole bunch of these people are going to be dead. Um, thousands of them are dead. These are the ones that we got to show on screen. I'm not going to list all 5,000, but yeah, like thousands and thousands of Green Lanterns are dead or perpetually lost. You're putting um, it down, yeah. The, yeah the, the, the writer loophole will be, obviously, we can't just give you a list of all the 7,200 Green Lanterns who were affected because one, we don't know all their names and that would be me making up thousands of random names for no reason. But also it gives whatever subsequent writer, right? To the one thing you'll know for sure, I can say for sure, every ring that died is dead for good. So whatever and happened Alex, to those lanterns. Wow, bold statement yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, whatever happened to those lanterns, they are wherever they were. They're in space and their species can't survive space. They're freaking dead because space kills you. Um, but there are a whole bunch of loopholes where there could be people trapped on planets they can't get off of, fell into dimensions they can't come back from, all kinds of stuff that another writer could do if they wish to. Like, I'm not, I'm not destroying them. I'm just taking them off the board in terms of telling the story. Like, this is the writer side, not the reader side. And, well, he was dead already. I can't bring him back. Tip is dead. And so I'm making the point, though, while I'm in charge of the book, dead means dead. There's no, there's no loopholes. If you died a normal way, you're dead. Well, you wait and, for the next writer for, for that. Yeah. yeah, people will grieve you, right? And that will be impact from your death because that's what death's supposed to do. But yeah, there's not going to be any magical reprieves and, oh, sorry, I was just, if I show you someone dead, they're dead. Now, we did see Guy Gardner um, in Future State. So we do know that yes. he's, he's out there and we, we know a bit about his future. Yeah, sort uh, of, yes. <laughs> um, how about so? How this this uh, bottle full of uh, lantern rings? Is there going to be yeah. a contest at some point where you're going to try and guess the lantern rings and win a prize? Oh my god! No, I'm so not that brutal. Oh my god, that's <laughs> foolish. No, dear God, no. I'm not playing this for laughs. I'm trying to give some gravitas to these guys' job. Like, yes, you are. <laughs> Sorry. About you that. know what I mean? <laughs> like, 
I think people misunderstand what Green Lanterns actually are sometimes. Like you're on some planet, this ring flies up to you and says, hey, Joe Corallo, you are a person of, you're able to will yourself to do various amazing things. Would you like to be a Green Lantern? And you go, fuck yeah, look at that cool ring. And you put it on and then they're like, okay, this is your sector. Here's what you get to do in it. You can't kill anybody. Oh, wait, yes you can. We changed the rules. You can kill people too. Go crazy, right? Go yeah. out there and do it. They don't give you an operating manual. They don't give you a repair kit if anything goes wrong. And even if they did, how the hell are you supposed to understand the technology? They don't worry about any of that. Oh, and these little blue guys, just do what they say all the time. Except when they try to murder you, right? Then you can fight back, right? And I'm like, let's, let, you know, that's what the history of the Green Lantern Corps is. I can't ignore that in this book. So the yep. rings dark, go dark. They just do. I, it wasn't my choice, but I'm definitely going to use it. Like, I'm not against it. I didn't fight the company and say, no, what are you, crazy? Like, if that's what you want, fucking A, let's go all the way to the wall with it. Yeah. You know? Do you have a, uh, do you have a sense of how many lanterns are around now kind of in your head? Me? Yeah. yeah. There are roughly in the dark sectors, there are slightly fewer than 500 living lanterns wandering around in different places. And there are about, I, for me, just from my working knowledge of trying to write it, there are maybe a thousand Green Lanterns uh, spread across space uh, who were either in places where they didn't die because of where they were, or they come from a species where being in deep space doesn't hurt you. So, um, and they still don't have rings. So it's not like they can hyper jump back from you know, nine billion parsecs off to the left, you're still not getting home anytime soon. You're stranded wherever you were, but you're not dead. So do you, uh, is it, is it in your plan to reveal the remaining rules that the guardians added? Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about my plans. Too okay. No problem. <laughs> Let me just say at the end of this arc, there will be a new status quo. There you go. Okay. And this question probably relates to it, the new Guardians being featured. Wait and see. Uh, wait and see about the fate of the Guardians in general, mm -hmm. about the Guardians. And like they are pivotal towards the end of this arc. Some very serious things will be decided about the Guardians. Well, I don't want to pressure too much, uh, but it, lots of questions. We can keep. Oh, keep asking. I'll just say I can't tell you if I can't tell you. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, pre keep asking questions. We'll put stuff in there. Um, yeah. Lots of things. I want to throw this up. I would have normally shown this last week. This is Joe's nightmare. But uh, uh -oh. in the month of July, we've got 459 oh, comics. Christ. What's interesting here, um, looking at the picture this way, is, uh, you know, remember like the headlines, I don't remember, like six months ago that DC, oh my God, they've drastically cut their line and, and it's, it's a nightmare. So, you know, 62 books... Uh, that's quite a bit. <laughs> but they're not even making comics anymore. It's after June. Well, well wait, uh, you let me, I always, you always do this and I don't have a reference point. This yeah. seems like a lot to me. Is it? it? It's a lot. Um, it, it's, it's weirdly down, believe it or not. We're normally, we're normally closer to 500, but uh, the, the big kind of striking thing here is that Marvel is normally in the eighties. So Marvel is weirdly restrained in July. Okay. Okay. Which is bizarre. So, and then 62 from DC, 
Um, as some, as you know, Max mentioned, fifty of those are Batman books. Um, I'm joking there, but yeah, not not too much of a joke. Um, Image putting out sixty two books, which is a lot. It's really. It's just a lot of comics. Um, it's 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 uh the the challenge is, and somebody mentioned up in the chat that the indie books are trying to make some headway. But if you look at this chart, like thirty five percent are in this other category. I mean, that's right. just a ton of comics that are just now. Is that including manga and no. like European stuff? That's all American domestic output. Yeah. Zero manga, zero European, zero graphic novels. This is just comics. And that's just in July, 459. Just in July. And from what, least, what, what we can gather, this number goes up. I think we're going to hit 600 in uh, September. So anyway. So that's a lot, which yes. means they, they are confident Okay, let me throw this at you, big thinkers, people who know how the market side works. So if you're, if you're, if it's not like they're all coordinated, it means that all of these companies who have upped their output for at least for this month feel that there's a market out there to purchase their upped output that people are going to buy these comics. Essentially, they don't, yeah. they can't rely on the direct market the way they used to, where they're sort of leveraging the purchasing from the shops, right. because there's no returnability and the shops are way closer to the edge. Now they can't risk as much, blah, 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 blah. Um, so does this mean that they think the industry is healthy, that the market is healthy? I, you know, I, I'm curious to get Joe's take on it. I, I'll give, so mine is that um, I think on the indie level, it's easier to get books out and okay. that it is just easier to put a book out. So I think there, there's a lot of limited series. There's a lot of like, we're going to put out a trade. So we might as well put out the books. Um, I think there's a lot of that going on. It's kind of relates to the Moon Girl thing that we looked at, uh, whatever mm. this week, where you you would look at the Moon Girl sales, and there's there's zero reason why they put out a single floppy for that book, but yeah. that book absolutely killed in the trade market with Scholastic. Right. It, it did right. right. So I think that there's a lot of that that's going on with indies. There's this hope that the trade will do really really well, so they're willing to lose some money, and it's fairly easy to put the book out. Um, the challenge is, I think a lot of shops are just not ordering from things outside of this list they're just you know they're or they're it, it's it, it's the stuff gets lost and i do think it becomes a a bad cycle for a lot of these these indie guys yeah what, what do you think joe yeah I, I mean i don't i don't see this in a way that's helping the indies i i don't like is there a market for 30 IDW books? IDW thinks so. Yeah. But like a lot of those books aren't going to crack 5k. No. Right. Like and then you're you're operating at a loss, you know? And it, there there is no market for 16 scout comics. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. That scouts even on the list they got that big of an output? Holy crap. Well, maybe maybe four scout comics. But but sixteen, and this is not in any way to to disparage any of these publishers. They're they're trying to do what they can. But I mean, when Scout is putting out more comics than AfterShock, 
that's and weird. It's, and it's on par with dynamite. That that's a weird. I don't see where that's working. But then you're also dealing with the, these different publishers operate differently. Scout, right. it, you know, it is closer to the image model where you know they're paying people on the back end. So right. for them, there's less of that. Instead, like okay, well, put it out there. We're not gonna. We're not really going to take as much of a hit as one of these publishers that are paying people like patrons. Right, right. Well, let uh, me ask you. Let me ask you this, both of you guys. Again, um, we know that Marvel and DC are basically underwritten by these giant mega corporations. We yeah. can sort of say that for IDW and Boom and Dark Horse, although they're not technically owned by a larger corporation, have massive deals with you know entertainment companies that can they can serve their bottom line via means other than selling comics. Yeah. But all of these indies, they don't have any of that. Nope. What are they doing? <laughs> it's 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 a hope, I think, that something takes off on the back end because it is cheap to put this stuff out. But I think it, it presents a problem and an opportunity where there's just no way to identify these books. And there's a lot of really good books out there. But if you're if you're in the indie market, I mean, you're anybody below Marvel and DC and some extent Image. If you're anyone below that line, you've got to be really stressing and thinking right now about how you stand out because it's it's way too it's way too much for anyone to wrap their head around. You can't conceivably. I mean, forget about all the rest. If you're a if you're pushing this through the direct market, the direct market is not going to be able to know what to do with you know right. sixteen books from Scout. There's just they're. they're Right, because even people like us who are like, oh, I know Scout Comics, you know, I know Aftershock, I know Vault, whatever, just off the top, I'm going to, oh, comic book company. But there's no such thing as a casual buyer of any of those comics. How yeah. do they how do they advertise? How are they putting their product out in a way that gets that person who walks by and goes, you know, I, I know who Superman is. Who the hell is this ant guy? Like, mm -hmm. uh, sure. I, I mean... I, I don't know. I literally don't know. I don't have to worry about crap like that, so I don't think about it. But it it just seems such a unless they know something we don't know, it seems a pretty ballsy move. To, it, you know, just it is, and it, it it this is a problem that eats its way upward. So it also creates, I think, a problem for Marvel and DC. They're trying to get new books out, and they're also the, the their lower tier, their their bottom half is getting lost in the shuffle as well. I, I think. You know, Marvel may say, hey, here's a new character and we think it's going to be aimed at a new demographic and that's great, except they're competing with, you know, 400 other books. And and again, most retail shops, because it is so tight, are going to order the guaranteed top selling. Of course, books. of course. That is the same. But that's the same. Isn't that the same shitty paradigm we had with the direct market? It's just smaller, right? Pretty much. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's an it's a bad it's a bad cycle that it gets in. It really feeds nobody. And and the the big missing element, the, the question mark for me with everybody continues to be: if you're one of these companies, why? How are you supposed to market your book? How are you? You know what what are you doing? And and most puzzling, you know, when I see the publishers kind of you know outsource that effort to the creators, like it, it's just. The, the place where they're bleeding out is being able to give some recognition out on their titles. And it's just, I don't know, it's not going to happen at this level. So, and, and another thing about that too, is that, and I've noticed this across the board, isn't sadly, it isn't even just comic books where there is a certain amount of like, well, you can do that on your social media accounts. You can do this. On your, and I'm like, not everyone's equipped to do that. Like people, 
end up in the jobs they end up in. It's not like every writer or even most writers or even any sort of significant number of writers are also graphic designers, are also, <laughs> you know, filmmakers of any kind, are also illustrators. And conversely, the other people who do those other specialized jobs are also not writers, are also not this other thing. And yet these large companies who could simply spend a little bit more money on their marketing and advertising to have a dedicated division just for that, you yep. know, they're leaning increasingly on the creatives to sort of go out there and thrash it out for yourself. These are people who are not equipped or trained to do so. Like, for it's sure. a, just a weird failing paradigm that I don't understand. It's it's a problem, and it is why I think uh, uh, Joe and I interviewed uh, a team yesterday who has a crowdfunded book come out. It should be fun. That should now go up before the fourteenth, and and just very very kind of different interview. And uh, Kari uh, sent the team our way, which I appreciate. But it's it's a um, it's why I think crowdfunding does seem more straightforward for a lot of people because sure. you know what you have to own, you know what you have to market, you you know it's it's in your control. And so when you look at this picture and you see all these titles and how you're going to try and vie for attention with 400 other books, it does get much more straightforward if you own the whole channel. But right, and I think with crowdfunding even though I don't participate because that's so much fucking work. Um, the, the thing is, is that you're cultivating your own pet audience. You're, you're creating people or finding people who like what you like. So yeah. theoretically, if the product is in line with what both you and they like, they will fund your crowdfunded thing. But, and then if you can keep it up, cyclically keep it up, then you're sort of a, you're like a storefront instead of a giant mega corporation, but you have a dedicated clientele who's going to come buy your donuts instead of buying the big CC donuts down the street because you make them right. You make the best pizza in New York, right? Um, I, again, don't know that most creatives are equipped with the kind of brain to make that paradigm work. Like, you need other skill sets that aren't just making shit. You know, it, it's some different things. It's an interesting paradigm. Um, kind of moving to here real quick. We could go through because it it's fun this week. Uh, so next week, 96 books. Again, somewhat of a nightmare. Ah, uh, holy crap. Next week, uh, 26 different publishers, 20 number one issues. So just a little bit more than one fifth of the books are number one issues next week. Oh, God damn it. Super fun. Um, okay. It is okay. crazy. Yeah. So anyway, here we go. So uh, coming out next week. You know, uh, one of Joe's favorite here, Zombie Tramp. Ah, it's still going. Me. Hey, what, 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 are, what are they up to now? I'm talking about the issue number. Because we know what they're up to. Yeah. Oh, we know what yeah. 83, oh my God. Well, someone's buying even, the damn thing. They, they don't look attached. I guess she's a zombie, so that She works, is a zombie. But. They could fall I, off. I, I, I should have thought that out before. They're all friends together. The three of them are friends. That's yeah. what it is. That's, <laughs> they're a team. <laughs> they are a team. They are a team. Yeah. The three of them make up zombie. What is it? Zombie. Zombie Tramp. Yeah. Zombie, zombie Tramp. Yeah. Zombie Tramp is really a conglomerate. It isn't. Who? Which one of us could ever really be Zombie Tramp? It's a team book. <laughs> it is a team book. It's a, it's a team book. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And yes. it's going to take a team. To... <laughs> yes. Yes, it will. I, I, you know, I, it's, it, it, we, 
there's still there's still some of this out there. Um, you know, I like I still like uh, the title, and it actually is a pretty good book. The You Promise Me Darkness, which to me it's it's yeah. a solid title. It still to me sounds like somebody's pissed. Like uh, you you promised me darkness, but you gave me this. <laughs> How I, dare you? I I um I read the first issue of that one. It's it was fine. No, it's a pretty good book. It's, yeah, it's I'm gonna, I, I gotta find uh, after issue one because I got Is like a second. Is there actually a book? There's a Femforce book out. There is a Femforce book out there. Which I is out there. By the way, I, I will dodge. So thank you for dropping by, Ethan. I know you have a lot going on, so I appreciate you spending a few minutes here with us. But uh, oh god, I I wanted to make a joke. I can't make it. I'll tell I'll tell you too what my joke was after. I can't. Oh I don't no! Uh, I cannot wait for this. It's um, it's too dark for the room. Holy shit! No. Zombie tramp brings it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. That's uh, well. That that should be her subtitle. That, yes. That's like a whole. That's the name of an arc right yeah. here. It's 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 yeah okay so I okay I will uh, I will review Zombie Tramp sure why not well but, all joking aside though, sales what what number is it at eighty uh, no 80, 83. it's 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 one of the like there somebody's few, buying it somebody's fucking buying it absolutely so, great more power to them much higher numbers than almost anything else Marvel is publishing I will just throw that out there <laughs> there you go anything <laughs> else Marvel is publishing. There you have it. Well, we'll move on to uh, this. Marvel comic zombie trail. I don't know. That's not what happened. Um, then American <laughs> mythology is going for a very different direction. Oh, my. Yeah. Wait, is that a, a modesty bar there that I'm looking it at? It is. Yes. Yes, it is. Kids, so, come on. This is this is, what's, uh, this is what happens when the team turns south on you. You know. Okay. I yeah. mean, again... I don't know. What's the number? One? This is the number one, yeah. It's a way to go. I, I mean, just, I, it, it, it's not going to make me pick it up, yeah. but it's a way to go. What do you suppose uh, Hyper Thick is about? Because I have <laughs> ideas. Well, I'm going to guess asses just off yeah. the top. Yeah, that's, um, I, I, I think <laughs> discussing Hyper Thick is something that people should stick to their bedrooms and not <laughs> yeah. come out publicly about it. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's on one hand I'm I'm pleased to see Dark Horse uh, putting a lot of comics out because I have a lot of fun yeah. memories of Dark Horse for the years. On the other hand, again, like almost all of these are like there's nothing in double digits here. It's all so, like, yeah. Well, okay. So from a creative side, I always thought that a lot of these concepts really can't sustain ongoings, but they could sustain um, like biannual five-issue runs, yeah. right? Where the you know the original Birds of Prey, the young the younglings don't remember, was a series of miniseries, and it did so well that ultimately it being greenlit as a series. And these are characters that were second tier at best. Like Batgirl was the big lead, and she was Oracle at the time, yeah. and it got popular enough with the miniseries releases that it was justified to make it into a an ongoing. But this sort of like, let's restart the ongoing and hope it sticks. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's, I, I'm not in that, I'm not in those offices, but it seems to me the track record is not good on that. No, no, not at all. Um, but we, we also get Barbara on it. It brings us to, I know your favorite part of the whole stream here. Uh, what's Dynamite up to? It, it, it's, it's like Christmas in July. It's Christmas in July. Barbarella, number one. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's all right. It's some bucks. All of those are all of those are 
cheesecake. Legitimate oh, cheesecake. Sure. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Well, this is how, you know, Nick hangs in there with that coming. But Barbarella number one. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the gun that she's holding is is very distracting to me, and I know <laughs> it's a very weird. Well, gun. wait, you see, aren't aren't wait? There's two red sonias and two barbarellas. So which barbarellas gun are you talking? About? Well, the one that looks like it probably the is photo. a vibrator. Yeah, yeah, the photo one. Okay, yeah. 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 I mean, again, I'm this prop. This comic is almost certainly not for me. Um, but you can't certainly the one in red is beautifully painted. Oh yeah. So no, and, and Barbarella's got a, a built in fan base. The, the yeah. yeah meter has cred. I I'm I think Yeah, will... she she is Barbarella. Barbarella is what you're looking at. Like you know yeah. what you're gonna get. This is a proper advertisement for Barbarella. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have no complaints about that or the two Red Sonia covers. They don't seem exploitative to me. Um no. they're cheesecake. They're they're almost classic cheesecake. So yeah. Go for no, it. it's not like that jungle fantasy book which had the camera oh, angle from, a. from the feet. Jesus Christ, with that shit. Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> looks like Red Sonia slapping her ass with that axe. Um, you don't know. You don't know what gets people off. Leave people alone. She maybe, could be. Maybe yeah. that's her thing. Yeah, yeah most, most of these covers are very much like I got to see what happens immediately after this. <laughs> yeah, where's what is she doing with that long stick anyway? <laughs> Or yeah. What is he about to do? What's he about to do? Where does it? Where does it go? <laughs> oh yeah. my god! I think, I think we're about to see a magic trick. Ah! Uh, then they <laughs> lost me. Then they lost me. They had to keep going. They saw where the line was. We all saw where the fucking line was. But no, you two assholes had to go right over it for no reason. Don't spoil the trick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> A magician oh, never reveals her secrets. I'm just saying. And nor does the donkey, apparently. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh, see? God. See? You see what you did there. there? Yes. You see what you did there? You pulled me over the fucking line with you. You there sons you of bitches. You drunk motherfucker. That's, that's, that's the best. <laughs> well, all right. So... <laughs> DC, uh, we are. I think somebody mentioned in the chat earlier. We are two weeks away from I am not Starfire, I believe, which I know people are going to have fun with. Wait a minute! Didn't that already come out? I thought people already lost their minds about it. No, no. There's everything. Comics now have two outrage moments. You get the announcement, and then you get the shipping, and then everybody forgets about. It. Oh fuck yeah. me! You mean the the book didn't even come out? No, no. And everybody just, lost their shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just had the first dose. There's another dose oh, coming. Fuck well, off. Technically, you get the announcement, then you get the shipping, and then you get the shipping. Oh, yeah. There, oh yeah. That's. God damn. Oh <laughs> my yeah. god. Can't wait. Uh, how, oh, the the so title um, the title is available for pre-sale on Amazon, and it uh, I, I suspect the conclusion to that story is going to be a lot of people got angry and and nobody it didn't really matter because not many people bought it. Yeah. To be where it is. Yeah. Their YA department had an interesting start, but really the only shining light coming out of there continues to be Primer. Yeah. And yeah, it continues to be <laughs> like that. That book yeah. still, I think, in the top 10 over on Amazon. But yeah, man. Yeah. Well, um, I'm Not Starfire on Amazon is currently at the 259,522nd in books. <coughs> um, so yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I think uh, that amounts to 
two, what is it, one or two titles sold a week? So, about, yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. I feel like then, it, you know, it still falls back down to the same exact thing, which is if it's not for me, I'm not buying it. It doesn't mean it's not for somebody and it doesn't mean it shouldn't get made. But we shouldn't pretend that this is some sort of here's the new direction. This is the cutting edge. This is where it's all going because it's clearly not that. Like call it what it actually is, whatever that is, and build off of it or not according to sales. Yeah. You know. How I know I I mean I think this is going to be a lot of noise about what will turn out to be very little kind of I mean um, you know Nubia for all the the noise around it 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 didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things but no no anyway. I don't uh, think yeah. I don't think I think it was an error to try and sell things via politics left or right I think oh, at I, the end of the day. Right especially in terms of this kind of artwork, um, the thing has to sell itself. So uh, I don't think that the artwork on Nubia was ever going to be the thing that was going to put asses in seats. doesn't mean it's bad art, but it's very specific art. Yeah. Um, what is that? The old sort of Zap comics, the, uh, the underground, the true underground comics like that. If mm -hmm. there was an audience like that now, they'd probably be all over it. But... I don't know that that audience currently exists. Yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I agree. Um, and this is a bunch of people have asked me this, who I think will be the new ongoing Captain America writer when that book comes back. I, I think it will be Cantwell. I think that he will transition from this limited series into the ongoing title. That's just my prediction. We'll see. I, I had heard, uh, I had heard that Priest was in the running for it, but apparently not anymore. Oh but, man, I'd kill to see that. That would be awesome. That that would be great, um, and I feel so bad because I don't know Chris Cantwell. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. I'm sure he loves his wife. And that he's, uh, <laughs> that he, this is not going to end well. That he does good work, bad. but um, and I haven't checked out Blue Flame at Vault, and that might be great. But Iron Man and his Cap stuff so far is so truly awful. <laughs> that I just can't. Oh my I, I God. can't. I, 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 if we're three or four issues into that run and everyone's like, dude, you got to check it out, I, of course I will. But right. I, as it stands right now, I, I can't. I, I, I hate it. <laughs> and I, have no data. I have no data. It's, I, yeah, that, that's fine. And I just feel bad because it's so hard to talk about these things because it's not. It's not personal in the least. Like it, it really no, sure. isn't. And no, I, 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 I'm with you. I, I think it, 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 this is like people are saying. You separate the art from the artist. I, I've heard a lot of very nice things about him um, in terms of how he is with other people and and kind of very professional and just a lot of very positive comments on a regular basis. Um, that said, I, I that Iron Man book is is uh, it's it. I miss Iron Man 2020. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, that, it was such an awful Iron Man book. And, and part of the problem is what we were saying before, because it's just retreading the same stuff. It's yes. Iron Man, you have a lot of money, but you're not helping enough people. Oh, oh no, I need more vices because whatever. And it's, yes. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm just done with it. No, I like, think the solicitations coming up are going to give us another re retread into the alcohol situation again. And I mean, it's right. just, I don't know. Um, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, celebrating issue 100. I have no opinion. <laughs> it's ponies. I just don't. Yeah. That's, I have no opinion. Good. Um. Very good. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll get through this a little bit faster here. Uh, like I said, a lot of things from Image next week. Die. Um, what is it you said, Joe? That uh, you, you read an interview where Karen Gillian was uh, uh, kind of regrets the name choice. Yeah, uh, he, he tweeted about it. He basically was like, you know, in the future, I, I, I'm going to make sure that I name my comic something that's easy for people to find. <laughs> that's <clears> true. That's because if you Google Die. It's not the first thing that comes up. Interesting, <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, and and I get it because you want like you want a name that's going to stand out, and, and one word names are, are really, you know, like you, you feel good when you came up with a comic that's like a one word name, and you're like, ah, I got it. But right. Sometimes it's not that that easy. Like Saga really lucked out in that it was a big hit. If it wasn't. That would not be an easily Googleable comic. <laughs> That's true. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, Ninjak coming back. There's been a lot of talk about that. That that train looks like a. Um, hmm. Yeah, it looks like there's a hentai octopus tentacle coming to get him. Wow. It's that, or it looks like fan art for like uh, I don't know, like a Ticket to Ride board game. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Like, like Ticket to Ride with like ninjas. <laughs> I, uh, I would play Ticket to Ride with ninjas. Ooh, wait, is this great. a is this a variant cover for the one we've all been seeing? Um, all the no, so the no, all the covers coming. I think this is one of the variants, but the main cover doesn't look like what we've been seeing either. So it's it's uh, you are getting that on the interior, but the covers. Um, I think regardless of what's going on on social media, I do think there's going to be some whiplash and irritation with people who the covers are bear no resemblance to the interior artist. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it depends. Sometimes that's fine. It depends on who the cover is and what the, it depends on the split, right? If yeah. it's super cartoony and super realistic in either way, then you may have some problems. Yeah. It's anyway. Um, and then we have the girl who uh, electrified Tesla, which continues to hang in there. So everybody, everybody. Uh, ooh, is that a, that's that book company that's making comics now? Uh, yes, that's. Hardcase. Uh, uh, Hardcase. Yeah. yeah. They rejected one of my novels, The Bastards. Oh, those bastards. Um, they were bastards. Yeah, whatever. It was a very nice rejection letter. I still have it around here somewhere. Um, it was. It was probably the nicest one I've ever gotten. Uh, okay. Let's see, Marvel. Champions. Yeah. This is um, really damning of what Marvel has coming out when you're having a hard case comic next to. <laughs> next to uh, being a dick. <laughs> you know, it's like, but uh, <laughs> Aliens Aftermath, what the hell's yeah. that? It's and the it's Aftermath. Issue one, at, Aftermath of Aliens? So, yeah. of movie two? Okay. You know, yeah. there's a fan base for it. The uh, the Extreme Carnage series is is going. Uh, we're well into that, and we also have the Sinister War uh, kicks off in Spider Man. Um, in way but now, uh, now that we know, like here here's something though with, with this now, like the way comics news gets reported and everything. Since we all know that Spencer's run is 
ended. He's, he's, it's ending prematurely. He's leaving. It takes the wind out of the sails for me to even bother with the rest of it. Weird. You know? I, I feel like a well, lot of people, like, if, if a book is really, really good, and you know that there's a defined ending, Right. That's one thing. But knowing that Nick Spencer's cutting his run short and leaving. That's my question. That was my question. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to finish it out. He's just going to wrap it up and go. Yeah. It, it sounds like it. Yeah. It's it's it sounds like he's he's speeding to the conclusion ahead of plan. So that's so, not impossible. Yeah. yeah. So it makes it so it makes it tough to be like, do I even want to bother if it's just being rushed and ended for a run that's like solid, but it's not like definitive yeah I, I i don't know i've i've been enjoying spider-man's uh, spider's shadow more yeah that's a good series that's yeah. the part of their new what if line and they're going to do these five issue right know, i guess yeah. ongoing but that one's been been quite fun people like it i yeah. am as much as i love the prowler i'm just not that giant of a spidey fan so I, i'm not following any of this stuff with any regularity i generally jump on based on the artist rather than the writer that's fair I got to ask both of you. This is a great question. So, Jeff, uh, let's say you're you're brought in to do what you're ah. doing with X-Men. Who, who are you killing? And, and Joe, well, who, I, are you, who are you murdering? But you saw me on the on Twitter, Perts. I got in trouble with that. I feel oh, like really? there's way too many mutants. Remember? I said Wanda was right. So Yeah, uh, I remember that. You did yeah, a video people on lost, it, Perts. People lost their shit about it. But that outrage was years is, ago. It feels like years anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I kill all of them, almost all of them. So Good. I would I would go through them like a freaking hot knife through a, a field of butter. There would be so so few mutants left by the time I was done that my my name would be synonymous with Armageddon when it came to mutants. They would be like, oh dear God, not another Thorn event would be what it would be like. Which is why I'll never get to write any of the best. Uh, any any particular ones you want to murder off there, Joe? I I feel like most of them. Like I believe um, kind of like just kind of. I'm trying to think, like, just pick a, a year and just be like, every mutant created after, like, 1988 yeah. or whatever, fuck it, they, they, don't, they never existed. Kill them all and we'll rebuild. But, straight up. Straight up. I'm with you, brother. That's great. Yeah. That was great. Somewhere in the middle of Claremont's run, everything after the middle of Claremont's run, yes. you're all nonsensical. You need to all go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, there's like, some nice ones. Yeah. Look at this. Once Kill the original five. How about that? Mm. Rip the weed up by the root. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> here's the thing about it. And it's it's a weird sort of existential thing with that concept. Um, I have a, it's a it's a flawed concept because it stretched too far because they let the most prolific X writer stay on it too long. And they have too many mutants. Uh, mutants should be rare. Um and uh, they should be scary as hell to a normal human. They should be, there should be something about mutants that when they're just standing next to you before they use any powers or anything, you just should feel like, ooh, shit, what's that? <laughs> you know? And they should be on the run a lot because there's not a lot of them. And the only thing that saves them is that they are incredibly powerful beings individually. Instead, what we have is a planet of them or a nation of them. And it feels good in the moment, but conceptually, it, it just kills the concept. Yeah. Also, they used to be called, I know there's a book out called that now, but they're all supposed to be post-atomic bomb. All, yeah. of, these, all of these people 
were all supposed to be born after the first atomic bomb test, which means you don't get Apocalypse, right? You don't get Selene. You don't get any of those ancient freaking characters that were mutants back in the day, which, you know, they're great for one story, but they're crap for the concept because yeah. they don't make sense in the, in the Marvel universe. How can you tell a difference between, I've said this a million times, Ben Graham gets to walk around New York and people treat him like a celebrity, but Colossus is hunted and feared? What? Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. And now, uh, yeah, so uh, how about, well, I won't make you answer this one, but this is... Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, good luck, Galactus. You we'll try just let that go without comment there. We got a phoenix. What you got? Yeah. We got two phoenixes. What do you got? We have two phoenix. Yeah, we, we can do anything we want. Um, hey, real quick, uh, <laughs> Michael comes on regularly. Um, as a creator, he asks, uh, I have a lot of trouble getting editors or creators to look at my stuff. People keep telling me just start a YouTube to build an audience. Is this the best way still? I I'm not sure, Michael. I, I mean... <laughs> So it takes forever to, to get going with yeah. YouTube. And, you know, it, it's, I, I don't know if that's the best way. It's a way. Illustrator? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Are you If you're a writer or an, uh, an illustrator, um, I don't recall. I know you've told us before, actually. but Part of the problem is, like, it's it's a great idea to, to start a channel, build an audience, if that's what you want to do. If you're doing it because you want to do something else eventually that's going to show through and it's that's going to right. be difficult to actually build and you're going to end up hurting yourself because right. people are going to be like why, why would i want to do this when there's this right. you know guy who's like got a channel put out a few videos and then like you, you see this a lot where you know put out some videos for a few weeks and then less and less and then the channel's dead it's like yeah unless you're really committing to it but if committing to a channel is going to take away from, you know, working on the art, I, I mean, what I see artists do, uh, which, which again, do it if it's what you want to do, is they build up social media followings through fan art. Yeah. So you see that a lot where, you know, like, ooh, everyone's talking about He-Man today. I'm going to do a quick, like, you, you know, or, or right. I'm going to do a really nice He-Man sketch. Or, oh, I did a He-Man sketch a few months ago. Let me post that. And, 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 you know, just follow the trending hashtags and stuff like that to get some attention, build up interest. Like, I see that a lot. And I've seen that work for people. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think, I'm uh, not even a good illustrator in the... Uh... Over the last little while, I would say the last couple of years, I just post my fun stuff that I do. And I get offers that I have to turn down. And I'm nowhere near good enough to be getting offers to turn down. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, as an illustrator, I think these are great suggestions. I think Eric Canetti is doing a really good job of building a nice audience organically where he comes on and he, he has a kind of a set schedule, but he draws, he talks, but it, it doesn't feel like it's a chore for him. It feels like he's just kind of turned on the camera and is doing his thing. And I think that's that's to Joe's point. I mean, I just wanted to drink, and then this channel has erupted from that. And you can all tell I, I don't care about the channel. I just want to drink. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still I, people I told me they they're like, oh, you're just fake fake humble with the growth. But I, I honestly have no idea how I've got the subscribers I have, and and neither does Mumbles. Both of us are confused. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, if if Grim Fairy Tales, <laughs> if yeah. Grim Fairy Tales from Zenoscope is at fifty, and this isn't even the first time it's hit fifty, right? Then you know, yeah, you can have twenty something K subs. Why not? 
Yeah, it's sure. I mean, whatever you, you got to do, it's it's all good. It's confusing, but anyway, um, manga. Uh, we'll go kind of quick. Again, like if every week, you've got the invincible shovel. Okay. Um, I think I've I've mixed up. Uh, yeah, I've got these these confused. So I, I apologize because I think the title under the invincible shovel is pretty awesome, but this title above it is uh, "Didn't I say to make my abilities average in the next life?" Cool. <laughs> um, that is uh, that. That's just some great stuff. This one though is one of my favorites um, for a couple ones. Uh, Inside Mari is very intriguing. Um, okay. The maid I recently hired is mysterious. Okay. I, I, I like the, the team. Wait, the great Jahi will not be defeated. Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. There's my beautiful battle angel. Yeah, and oh. battle angel is is awesome. God bless her. Um, God bless her forever. Yeah. No, some good stuff. These all are, are just manga. Probably uh, some etchy content in here, but I don't think any of these are hentai. Um, I think Square Enix is publishing the great Jahi will not be defeated. So. <laughs> yeah. I, cool. Uh, I'm almost going to see that movie just no matter what it's about, just because yeah. of the title. Yeah, I, 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 I love it. But anyway, it's um, it's some it's some great stuff. But uh, I wanted to do this. So this is a fun one. So I used this panel earlier, and I'm, I'm hoping you guys can do this okay. little journey with me. Do you remember this comic? Because we're gonna yes. show how we got yes. here. Yes, um, Luke Cage did a job, and he didn't get he got stiff, so he went to get his money from Dr. Freaking Doom and did not care. And and so let's let's look at what that looks like cuz this is a, this is an awesome uh panel here. I do love <laughs> the balls of uh of uh, <laughs> you know, of Cage. He is not intimidated at all by anything nope. going on here. Nope. Um I also like uh Doom when my men report a crazy black man in a fantastic force. <laughs> I knew it had to be you. Who else would be driving that car? <laughs> it's this is some good stuff. So, so here we can walk you through this because this is kind of fun. So, these are the two comics it comes from, which okay. eight and nine, Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, and right. this was a fun comic at the time. And going back and grabbing these, um, this was pretty hilarious. Um, it, it, I don't know. Luke Cage was a lot of fun back then. I, they're not doing this comic now, but I would, I would easily buy this comic today. Well, I mean. <sighs> Yeah, these were fun times. The 70s were fun for comics all across the board, I would say. Uh, Marvel trying to do their black exploitation, you know, sure. right along. But they did a solid job of it. There's nothing truly offensive in any of the Hero for Hire stuff. Um, um, I mean, it wasn't certainly wasn't played for laughs. It no, was like, no. you're going to give me my goddamn money, Dr. Duke. <laughs> Like holy crap! Yeah, and and uh, you know Billy Graham was a prominent black anchor at the time, and apparently um, you know collaborated with Steve Englehart on on nice. some of the plots. So nice. It yeah. these comics are weird. Um, I I need to pull it for the next time. I wasn't gonna. It, it, we, we the letters page for this, and then also um, uh, what was the comic the Blade was in at the time? Um, oh. Uh, Tomb of Dracula? Tomb of Dracula, yeah. So little known fact, so that Marvel would publish incredibly racist letters of people complaining about the main characters. And then Marvel would respond, you're a jackass. Like, it, 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 it's actually amazing. Like, it, there was several months where things were being put with, like, super offensive, like, racist words in there. 
And Marvel would be like, you know, I thought I'd never seen a stupider. I mean, it's just like there was a whole, yeah. there was a whole back and forth um, going on. It was, it was, it was absolutely nuts. But anyway, this uh, this comic. So Luke Cage is is pissed. Um, and what I love about this is uh, somebody's trying to hire him to do a job. Um, this guy comes up and just tries to stab him, and Luke Cage just murders him on the street. Yeah. Like, <laughs> As one does. As he one does. he is like throughout this whole comic. So Doctor Doom shows up, and Luke Cage has been fighting these robots. And Doom basically says there's some out of control robots in America disguised as black men, and he wants Luke Cage to go take it out. So he basically Luke uh, Doom hires Cage to go take out all these robots. Yeah. And uh, so Luke Cage proceeds to do that and just beat up everything, but then finds out that Doom skips town without paying him. <clears throat> and it's like 200 bucks. So that's what's the, that's why it's funny. It, that's yes. the reason it's funny. It is it is hilarious that Luke Luke Cage gets super <laughs> angry. Uh, and and you do get the sense Cage is about to go murder Doom here. Oh hell yeah. I want my goddamn money. What do you mean? <laughs> That's two hundred fucking dollars. It is. I, I just it it just kills. So in, the, in our second issue, Luke Cage continuing through this kind of he goes to the Fantastic Four, borrows a flying car, and <laughs> reads like you're going to go beat up Doctor Doom. All right, that's cool. I'm good. all in. <laughs> yeah, I love how I'm here for that. Reed attempts to kind of uh, make it like, you know, uh, you're honest and honorable. But Luke Cage has basically told him, I would like to borrow your flying car so I go beat the crap out of Doom. <laughs> There's a guy who runs another country. He owes me 200 bucks. Can I have your high-tech traveling device so I can go there and beat the shit out of him for my 200 bucks? Yeah, sure, we're good with it. Go on. Yeah, so, so they, and nobody goes along with it. They just let him have the car. And they uh, Cage proceeds to go to Letvernia and just beat the shit out of everyone. Like he's just mowing through everybody. And finally, uh, Doom shows up and it's a robot Doom. This is real Doom. And right. uh, Doom is just kind of like, you're a, you're an idiot. And he's like, what are you even doing? And this, this is where this panel comes from. And the next panel is <laughs> like, your money. What are you, t what? Are you, you insane? <laughs> he literally like, says. You gave him two hundred dollars. You're crazy. And Luke Cage proceeds to <laughs> legit start to beat Dude, the shit out of him. Like he, he like he whips that ass. He damn right. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it is hilarious because he's like breaking off parts of Doom's armor, and he gets Doom <laughs> to the point of like, okay, okay, okay. You know, um, you uh, yeah, I, I, Doom. Doom's like, all right, you know. And you do get the sense that Doom was taken off guard, and, and he he might have unleash some some tough shit on Luke. But Luke earns his respect by beating the crap out of him. So um, yeah, I do like, how much did Reed's fuel cost? More than 200 bucks, but okay. Uh, I, I think he's leaving that to Reed to take care of. <laughs> that is true. So uh, he basically, Doom pulls some cash out of his cape. Ah, of course. Where else would you store it? Where else yep. would you store your cash if you're, if you're Dr. Doom? He, I, he, yeah, he gives him that cash, and then he, uh, he basically points uh, Cage to kind of the secret escape tunnel out of the castle, um, and there you, there you have it. That's that's what went on there. But um, anyway, so gold, there you, there you have it. Gold, gold. 
it 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 was it was two very fun issues, and um, it it is uh, it it gets, so it brings to this. So if they're going to do a uh, Luke Cage series today, mm -hmm. a new one, who are you, who's on that book? What are you guys? Oh, what are your I already have my artist for that one. Yeah, um, I don't know if he counts as past or present though. Um, you tell me, and I'll pick the other one. Uh, Jason Pearson writing and drawing. Oh, that would be great. Uh, yeah, that's probably we'll we'll call that. I, I don't know. He's still active. I don't. Hmm. I, I don't know. Is he done anything right now? So I would kill to get him on a book. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So are we calling him present talent? Well, sure. Let's call him present. So. All right. Uh, while I'm thinking, Joe can go. I have to think about the past a bit. Yeah. What do you do for Luke Cage? Uh, you know, it's tough, but. I don't know what approach I'd go with. Oh, damn it! I was just gonna say Damian Scott, you bastard. Because <laughs> um, I'm a big Damian Scott fan. I, I got him to draw Emerald Empress for me at a con a, a few years back, and uh, I, I think he'd be great. It would be a different approach, but but he was the the person I, I, I thought of. So I, I'm glad you and I are on the same page at least. But damn it. Jeff's gonna go like it. I um I would Ooh. like uh, Pepe Larraz to take a shot at it. Ooh, nice. He's done the cosmic stuff, but I would like to see a a serious take. I, I'd like for somebody to try to put out a Luke Cage book that is, you know, not the not it's not like Luke Cage decides to take care of some business around the the street. I just, yeah. Let's get something significant here. You know, I might go with Mike Grell for writer oh, yeah. and artist on the past. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Growl, growl would, would, would I think it, he'd yeah. eat that like a beautiful lunch. Paul Mooney! <laughs> Paul Mooney and John Armita Jr. Nobody's ready for that. <laughs> Damn. You know, I, I think... Um, I, I really like that guy, uh, Amazian, too. He did the uh, Muhammad Ali book at, uh, at Dark Horse, and he also did that Standard Attica book. Um, and, and I got to work with him uh, on the mine anthology. He illustrated the Denny O'Neill story I had in there. He's a uh, he'd be good, especially for like more serious kind of tone on him. No, not yeah. Bill Cosby. Jesus. Oh fuck <laughs> off! No, yikes. <laughs> Carl Potts, Dennis Cohen. For the, okay, yeah, I'd like that. I think Carl Potts would be great doing that. Yeah, yeah. How sure, Jordan sure. writing Gambit on the art? What? Sure. Wait. David Simon. You know, Joe, Joe Mad could crush it too. Yes. Oh yeah. I'd like to see that style with Cage. I somebody's asking uh is uh well I guess oh it's Mumbles. So it's not just somebody. Our, our, our you know, whenever you say that I have to say fuck you, Mumbles. Like, yeah. It's like a drinking game with me at this point. Where Luke Cage, it's again they put a lot of effort into building up Luke Cage, and then it seemed like right about the time the Netflix series came out, they decided to uh, abandon it completely. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like that might be the downfall, our downfall, of corporate shenanigans. Basically, the fighting going on between the Feige camp and the, uh, oh my god, of course, Darwin Cook, perfect for anything. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, okay. Like, um, okay. I feel like Cage got caught in the switches, basically. Yeah. They had a great show. It was hugely successful, popular. Um, it would be stupid not to push it. Uh, I think that, that, 
people were getting mad at me because of my stance on whether or not DC missed the trick by putting Hal in the first movie instead of John. They were like, oh, black people wouldn't just line up, right, to go see that movie because this guy was in it. And I was like, only comic book people knew who the hell Luke Cage was. Only we knew who Luke Cage was. Netflix announced the Luke Cage show and they their servers got destroyed on opening night. Yeah. So that tells you what the popularity, what the appetite is. But I don't think Marvel, Marvel slash Disney either understood that or wishes to honor the success of the previous administration, right? Yeah. Like in our business, in our side of the business, the new guy does not want the successes of the old guy to rack up because he gets no credit. And if it fails, you get all the blame. So yep. yes, McDuffie right. Cook, perfect. Perfect. Here's perfect. Here's, here's one. Here's a uh, here's something uh, a little out of left field. What if you know? I, I love the combination of like Dennis Cowan and, and Bill Sienkiewicz on on art, right? With with Grant Morrison writing. Whoa. Sure. Wait. What's the uh, no Garth Ennis? Don't you think Garth Ennis is the guy? Garth Ennis would be Well, here's the thing. Garth Ennis would be great, but what the fuck would Grant do? Oh, my God. I don't even know what that book would be. Like Exactly. I don't know what it would be. I kind of know what Garth. If you got, yeah. like, um, if you did a past creators and you got Garth and Steve Dillon, Woo! I, I, for that. I know I'm what that book it. would be like. But, I'm uh, here for that book. I'm definitely but, here for that book. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an interesting thing because he always comes so far. I shouldn't say he, they come so hard from the left all the time mm -hmm. that you don't know what you would get. It would be worth it just to see, frankly. Yeah. I would I would buy that just to see. Cage would become a human cage. <laughs> that would be Morrison's take. I think I David think Simon would be a good writer for it. I think any of the wire writers could do a solid cage book. Sure. I, I, uh, anyway, it's a character cage. I think Marvel should be I agree with you. I mean, I have pitches on all those kind of characters, you know, but the company has to want to do them and I have to have the time, you know? So I don't know why he's in limbo. I just don't I know. Think, I think it is the case uh, where I think you guys hit on earlier <laughs> people in the chat. I think it was, uh, um, yeah, we could find out that Luke Cage was fathering all the children as well. Oh, City dear God. Um, City of Chris Sweet Chris. It is. Uh, I think that the, because Marvel didn't have the ownership they wanted on those Netflix shows, there was a yep. prioritization of all of them. And yep, yep, I, uh, yep. Tom King writing as Cage is a moody teenage girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm here for that. I would read one issue of that just to test it out. Steve Curry, LeBron on art. Oh, yeah, okay. LeBron. Hey. Steph Curry. I, I barely really know those names, and only because of Space Jam. Yeah, I don't know what that would look like at all, but uh, okay. Anyway, okay. good stuff. Good stuff. Um, lots, lots of opinions on Luke Cage. All right, um, yeah, so we'll do this kind of quickly. Fine. This comic is another one like uh, so. Joe and I, so Joe and I did that elf, um, that elf cover where Elf was clearly raping that seal. Um, yes. <laughs> and what's funny? Pardon me. Again, there were some. There were some angry people. In that, right, Joe? Like, there are some people. Yes. There are some hardcore Elf fans who came out of the woodwork to say that we that we were wrong. I mean, there there were so many. <laughs> it's a joke. 
<laughs> it is, but he was also raping that seal. Let's be honest. Uh, also, the whole he eats cats thing was a straight up pussy joke. Like, was, let's yes. all grow up, folks. Yes, it, it, it was. And and uh, if you didn't watch that video, I mean, the second story in there did have Alf going up against the Nazi food party. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, yeah terrible. Anyway, um, this does look like Superman's about to do the dirty to this kid, though. That is, or already did, and he's about to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like the kid's crying, like, Jesus Christ. Is that think- anticipatory or post-coital? Like, yeah. goddamn. It could go either way. Superman does seem pleased with himself, though. So uh, always, he was a smug dick back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he knew what he'd done. Yeah, and um, did not care. All right, how about uh, how about this? <laughs> There's no way that's an accident. Yeah, I'm with you, sister. This is. Uh, <laughs> Well played, Joe. This is not a. Uh, this is not that old of a, <laughs> of a of a panel. So this was not like from the '40s in some romance comics. So I don't know. There's if that, no way. Yeah. There's no way that's an accident. There's just no freaking way. And yeah. there's no romance there. That is. Those yeah. are, are two hungry ladies. <laughs> yeah. That other lady is that Lois? No. No. The, the, I, I, the two random women. I am. I'm, yeah, she's not disagreeing in even the slightest way because no. they're not talking about some man named Richard. That's no. why. <laughs> I I agree. I think this is definitely intentional with the phrasing and uh, you know, which I won't. Yeah, she's she's very confident. Um, this is a little hard to read. Here's another one. Archie loves with the turn of phrase. How about this? Oh, come on! That's on purpose. I agree. I, this has to be on purpose, right? There's no way. These are adults making these books. There's no way. Yeah. yeah she's expecting a, a pearl necklace. I, again, I think this has to be intentional. Well, I, the fact that they highlight it, so like, they bold it so hard like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're... in fairness, she can get the frisbee and the pearl necklace. I mean, he has enough. Uh... I didn't get to the pearl necklace part off the bat, so like, yeah, I'm reading that first bubble, and I'm like, oh, is it going to be something about flipping? And I'm like, oh, no, oh, the pearl necklace. Well, here we are. This is where that, we're that's it. That's where we're. <laughs> that's where we're going. Not flipping oh, anyway. Uh, I just picture some the... really bored writers and artists going, oh fuck, more Archie and Veronica. All right, put in a. Put in an X-rated joke for the grown-up. Uh, it has to be. I, I know. I think this is definitely <laughs> intentional. Uh, how about uh, real quick back on the cage subject? The uh, the I'm, I can never pronounce his name properly. The Tartovsky. Oh, Gendy Tartovsky. Yeah. Yeah. How did you um, like that series? Did you read it? Meh. Yeah. I mean, it was retro. Was not is not all is generally not my thing. Like regardless of how well it's done. So he did a retro cage. It was a retro cage. I didn't think it was necessarily bad. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, I I, uh, I did expect to like it more. I, I wound up, I did appreciate the retro aspect to it, but I I, I was kind of um, after all the hype, and it took a long time to get um, to you know out. Uh, it, I was I don't know. I it it wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be, but it was still you know it, yeah still something. Um, how about uh, this this series of panels here? Oh, 
come on. Oh, come on. There's no way. There's no way. That's There's no way that's accidental. Yeah, so with this, I, I think they're, they're making a joke. But what tilts it and feels like this isn't... Um, unintentional is it's it's him rolling up the sleeve up yeah. The yeah yeah they could have drawn a paddle of some kind to imply that he was spanking her with you know uh one of those uh, fraternity paddles or a, or yeah. a tennis racket or something but no so the implication is not that he's uh paddling her let's just put it like that no, and he's making a fist and they've drawn yes. this dress uh kind of floating or you know kind of hovering yes. over there Yes. And, and and I mean, elbow deep without prepping, like my. God. Oh my God! Right. That's just how do you? Why are you rolling your sleeves up at all? For a there, there's so much. Uh, oh, that, God that, damn it. it! If he's rolling up elbow deep, that's not enough hours. Oh, yeah. you don't know how often this happens. <laughs> that's fair. Lulu took a lot in that time. Also, um, I, I hate you both again. I have to figure a way to steam clean my brain now because of this shit. <laughs> I, this is the best rookie move. You don't start with a fist. Uh, that's that's fair. Yeah. Well, you don't know what starts with the fist. You start with knuckle. And anyway, I won't. Oh dear I won't God! Oh. Gotta... Yeah. Yeah. Porn I can get behind. That's yeah. That's... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, a lot. Uh, that's a, okay, so we're going on intentional for everything this week. That's uh, oh my god, that's where it's at. This may be a little hard to see, so I, I grabbed this letter and um, I, I like the uh, you know, we it, there's this idea that that toxic fans only exist and complain about things, but uh, here is uh, dear gentlemen, I'm just writing to inform you in case you don't already know that the artwork for Batman Year One Part One was atrocious. Uh, no. You should be ashamed of yourselves for releasing such trash. I've seen better work on Hagar the Horrible. No, you haven't. That's why. I, I do like how they pulled out. I mean, of all the things to point to. Okay. Yeah. Um, why, why are we throwing Hagar under the bus? What did he do to anybody? <laughs> Where do you get off charging 75 cents for that shit? Huh. Uh, it's huh. been a long time since I bought a comic book, and I think it'll be a long time till I do so again. And when I do, I'll be sure to make mine marvel. <laughs> wow. Well, I would say Mr. Dwayne entirely misses the bus. Yeah. All buses passed him that day. That is a beautiful piece of work by a gifted artist, and he just don't get it. Yeah, that was Mumbles. You know that was Mumbles. It is, it is crazy to be bashing one of one of the best we ever had. Yeah. Like, like you know. that. Like, it's also, I, I continue to think it's bizarre that the, in, the complete address was posted. Of yeah. <laughs> Like, if you like Batman, you could go find this guy. Yeah, <laughs> but isn't he sort of saying, come find me? I, Don't I they have to it. ask you yeah. if we're allowed to publish your address? Isn't there some law about that? I, I mean, or do they just do it? I spent a lot of time in Astoria, too, so I'm pretty sure I know about where that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how comics were just doxing people. Uh, Wait, anyway. you um, know what's funny? If someone reads it now. They find this guy now. They knock on his door. He opens the door, and somebody I mean, just fucking nails him. I, I, I have to believe that back in the eighties, like some people did go, like you know, they they would go find this guy. I, I it's they did. Yeah, William's saying it's it's not weird. They publish addresses all the time. No, it, it, it that's not the weird part. They, you're right. They did publish addresses all the time, but that is weird. 
That's it's crazy, weird to man. publish the address for someone saying something inflammatory. Yeah. It's almost like they're doxing him. <laughs> it's it's weird. By the way, the PS uh, to this letter continues. Um, uh oh. P.S. Turn to page four and guess who you've unwittingly drawn in the lower right hand box? Give up. It's Gregory Peck, you idiots. Oh my God. <laughs> By the way, I think Batman is a great character and can be a great comic book when it is handled with competence. Bet I won't see this letter in your Bat Signals column. Oh, that guarantees you a place of honor. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sure they were howling with laughter over this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I mean this is the same. Like I said, it's it's no joke. We'll put it in the in, in the when we come back live again, uh, coming in the future. But there was all these letters printed in Luke Cage and uh, and Tomb of Dracula. Or like when I say racist, I mean like Truly. they were throwing in the terms, not the terms you think, much worse terms. Oh sure, <laughs> and no, not I, I know publishing terms. it. Like yeah. <laughs> Here's this asshole. Go yeah. find him. Here's his address. <laughs> yeah, with the, with the person's address. <laughs> it it feels like uh, I I don't know. Yeah, thanks thanks Max. We'll get to the bottom of Kevin Dwayne has a podcast. Max is looking him up. Jesus Dwayne Christ! Has a podcast. Wait Somebody's a gonna find this guy. Someone's gonna they're gonna beat this down and say music Kelly bitch. And then walk away. It it was uh, what the I, fuck was that? Yeah. I, well, now I, I bet if you find Kevin Dwayne will say something like, "I prefer Asterius Pollock." Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. It was that a it was so a simpler hysterical. time when trolling was just right. You know, it was it was slightly everything was on the level. It's I uh, guess. Yeah. Okay. And they knew nobody was going to come to their house for sure. Like, who would do that? Go find the guy, you old. Do a, do a. Oh, please don't do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> don't laugh, Perch. That's their evil villain laugh. Don't do that. Nobody yeah. do that. It's no, no. Of course, no. We're not encouraging any violence here, of course. But, but That's right. uh, it is. It's it is just. It's amazing that this stuff's just all out there. But anyway. Um. All right. Well, we'll, we'll I agree, uh, you all. I wish that we still had letters pages. I do wish we still had letters pages. No, me too. I, I think that that stuff was great. I, uh, yeah, like I said, Marvel. Every now and then there will be letter pages, or uh, mm -hmm. when champions would retweet tweets or re yeah. publish tweets, but they're always they're, they're terrible. Like they're all they're they're no. not they're, they're just no. gross. You got to do the whole thing because some some of the funnier ones are the ones that are mean, like. I, like sure. that last one was hysterical. Yeah, I I think I mean Marvel would weirdly gain a lot of credit if uh, if they publish this hate mail in the back. <laughs> I think yeah, I think people would like that. So yeah, I yeah, Kevin may have been twelve at the time, but it's not too late to destroy. It. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, don't do not destroy him. Oh. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. But uh, any anyway, crazy? Oh, god damn it! Yeah, comes from the past. Comics from the past that came out this week. Yeah, we'll get you some. Know, but um, it, it would have been great if like the the letter continued and it was all this stuff that like he was such a big fan of like the the David Mank and uh, you, you know Gene Colan stuff that it just killed him <laughs> to uh, go through crisis and like that was the reason. Yeah, yeah. I have all these comics. These uh. 
I, I, yeah, fun, fun. T- <laughs> That's true. Year one was fucking gold. That's a fact. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was some awesomeness right there. You know, Mumbles will be writing into Beckstar. Uh, Fuck sure. yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, he might end up with his own column eventually. Yeah, I mean, eventually he'll just start doing shows. Like I'm going to travel, mm-hmm. and then Mumbles can do shows. <laughs> there we go. This, we'll is my this, this is my huck- this is my heckler, Mumbles. Everybody, let's give it up yeah. for my heckler. Um, Flash. I, so, what was the deal with like why the, the Flash Rogues Gallery would regularly throw dinner parties and, and conventions and other things for themselves? Yeah, like, they were weird. They it doesn't seem like a good plan. And the Flash would kind of show up like, oh, hey, let's see what's going on at the party. Like, mm-hmm. and then they like here, you know, big shock. The convention of Flash villains is going to uh, what? So they're tricking him by giving him an award. As their favorite hero. Yes. Like, yes. Mirror Master back there, like, yay. And then Mr. Freeze. kill him. Fuck him up. Yeah, you well, eventually they threw a party where they murdered his wife. So. Yeah. So they finally got it right, I guess, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But just like, oop, oops, he's all in, dead. He's in Central and Jay Garrick was in Keystone, right? Isn't that how it worked? The Twin so. Cities were Keystone and Central. Yes. And uh, I always felt like. Central City stayed in the Silver Age while all the other rest of DC moved on. And yeah. that's how you could get away with that shit. Because <laughs> they were just idiots. There, there's something like... I, I feel like something happened and, and, and DC ended up making some blunders along the way with like the Flash's Rogues Gallery because on paper the Flash's Rogues Gallery is like better than just about anybody's. I agree. I, he rivals Batman easily. With his, yeah. His rogues are great. But they just haven't done enough with them. Or, or you know, like in, in the Bronze Age, they were still <laughs> acting all dumb and goofy as everyone else was, like, starting to grow up. And, yeah. and I feel like that was to the detriment of, of that rogues gallery. And that's kind yeah. of, when you ended up you know, no offense to Carrie Bates, because I think he's done some excellent comics o- over the years. When you got, you know, Len and Marv and Jerry and Doug and these guys doing yeah. Batman, they yeah. elevated those those villains in a way that, like, Carrie just didn't on, on The Flash. And, and I think, unfortunately, it persisted, like... I agree. Kind of I to this day. Like, someone in the chat just said, and I agree with it, the cartoon did a great take on how the villains worked and also how the Flash worked in um, in uh, Central City. But I also think, the, in general, the DC Animation guys, Mirror Master in particular, they've done an excellent job making him a scary, scary villain. And, oh, yeah. you know, he can still be goofy at times if you want. But, yeah, if you're going to have rogues, they should be a threat. It shouldn't just be like, oh, the Flash will be here. He'll say something funny and do something goofy and put him in jail. Like, that's not a comic book. So yeah, but um, need to be very threatening. That's that's there. It doesn't work. <laughs> all the threat away. But Grant, Grant yeah. did a good job with Mirror Master and Animal Man. That's yes, great. yes, he did. Yes, they did. Well, he was he, yeah. but yes, they yeah. did. Yes, they did. Um, I'll get I it right eventually. 
I cannot now not see that weird Riddler neck. So thank yeah. you for ruining that cover for me. That's uh, Jesse. from from hack artist Jim Aparo. Yeah, your history's greatest monster, Jesse. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That neck is that, that neck is very very weird. Um, hey, uh, as we do these uh, here real quick, I did want to say thank you. Uh, as I know, you know, some people uh, we did cross twenty thousand uh, subs here right, a couple days ago. So. Thank you very much for that. It's it's again. Thank you. I can no, I can just say thank you. Uh, I I don't even know what to say. It's 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 crazy. Um, looking forward to all that stuff. I do have a bunch of boxes here uh, ready to get a comic shipped out, and so that that uh, it's a campaign that will get started here really quick. But it's not uh, it's not a campaign like you've seen it before because, like I said, the boxes are here, so they're already. Oh, uh, you're already ready to go before you start the campaign. Yes, all drawn, paid for, done, and also wow. we'll be uh, you know, some at least in the Seattle area, some local shops that will have uh, the comic for sale on the shelf as well. If you want to get wow. that, it's, it's if you're a professional or something. Look at yeah, that; it's, it's fun. So I, it's 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 I'm helping with this. It's not my comic, but you'll you'll understand my uh, involvement with it. But it's um, it's 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 cool. There will be more stuff like this, and and honestly, it's because the YouTube channel grow uh, grew. I'm taking the money. That this is making that I, I didn't want to make in the first place. I don't like the ads, but so why if I've got if I've got a, if that money's going to be made anyway, then might as well dump it all into comics. So that's oh that, wait that's if I doing. wasn't on if I wasn't on premium, I'd be seeing ads on your channel. I maybe okay. yeah. There you go. All right. So yeah, but uh, you know now that we're looking at the these comics here, I, I just got to bring up that that's a Denny Spider Man. What is it with, with, you had this guy, Denny, who completely changed the game on some characters, mm -hmm. but was just a dud on Spider-Man. Not everybody matches everything, right? I think you, yeah. you would agree. You yeah. know, of course, sometimes yeah. you, just, you just don't feel that vibe and you shouldn't be on it. And a good editor would go, okay, it's not for you. It's time for you to go. Yeah. Quickly, quickly. That's true. Yeah, his, that is the the that is true. I, I this Craven is not bad there. No, that's uh yeah. I mean Craven, sure, but but I mean this is already at a point where uh, it's very clear that that Craven Craven's a garbage villain. Uh, yeah, he was really for sure. good with Dicko was was still there, and then oh, by I, I I brought this up before, but only because it really stands out as being truly awful. The last issue of Stan's run on Amazing Spider-Man was an awful Craven the Gibbon team up. Oh dear God, the Gibbon! And, and then he left <laughs> after that, and it was like, you know what? Good. Yeah, yeah. shame. Get off, get off this book now. It. You know, get the but, hook. Get the hook. But yeah, like like Craven just kind of sucked for a while after that, and that's why you know they killed him off with uh, Craven's last Craven's time. last time. Which was excellent That was great, and then Marvel immediately like regretted it every time. The big two does something that everyone like universally like applauds and says is excellent. They immediately panic and make a bunch of horrible decisions. Because like <laughs> a year or so after that, they had like the ghost of Craven come back. So like. <laughs> Do an, uh, uh, an adventure with Spider-Man because again, like they they like regretted it, and then they brought him back to life and killed him. Brought him back again. They brought back his son, and it just did all this stuff. Like 
when something happens when you do a good comic at the big two where everyone loses their minds and tries to absolutely annihilate any goodwill from it. And it's just <laughs> you think that You think that was the point? Maybe they just were really shitty at it that year. You know? You can't hit a home run every time. It's like, quick, quick, everyone loves Craven's last hunt. Let's bring yeah. his ghost back. Yeah, that's what we'll do. What's comical here, this we need a Craven clone saga story. We, we got one. We they, right. they they did reveal that Craven had a bunch of clones made and they were right. killing each other. Like that was that's not even a joke. Who is Calypso? Wasn't that his daughter? Yes. Didn't Craven have a uh, daughter? That, I think that's her first appearance. Right. Yeah. So that's what we were supposed to do, we were supposed to get Craven too in the form of Calypso, and we never got that. Yeah, yeah so. which is again, which just shows you Denny's legacy on Spider Man. He's got Calypso is his claim to fame. Goddamn. You are just going in today. <laughs> this Captain America book was a good one. This was where he they try and draft him to run for president. It's a Yeah, that was a great issue. I love yeah, that. That was one. a great it was stern and burn, baby. Can't touch him. I uh, I remember I mean I was definitely a kid, uh young kid when I was seeing some of these and, and winning a Toys R Us shopping spree did seem like the pinnacle of anything that my life could ever become and yeah got it. i i remember feeling that same way as a as a kid and i remember those toys r us commercials when when i was a kid which were you know like that was like in the early 90s but you know it was the whole like i don't want to grow up a toys r us kid thing and i remember feeling that way as a child and i never want to be a fucking kid again i'll tell you that right now that being a kid <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I would never go back to being a kid ever. <laughs> like, who, who, I could not wait for that shit to be over. Yeah, it's like, I enjoyed it at the time, and then, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, no, that, that sounds like hell. I couldn't do that again. Tricking us into thinking I'm young. I, I'm, yeah. That's why he brought me on here, so you guys will look younger. I get it. I know it's a, that's I'm why a token Perch, old guy. That's why Perch always wears his cap to the side. That's oh, right. Dear. That is that yeah. is true. Everybody who's seen me knows that's true. And he's got Hello, that fellow chain, kids. still using that chain wallet. Oh, yes. gotta love that baggy <laughs> pants and the what's it the uh, the bowling shirt. That's what's a dead giveaway. The bowling shirt. They're making it so much worse now. Um, <laughs> um, I, yeah. Check out uh, Superman's grabbed hot girl. Like, for why? I, why? I don't know what the background to the story is, but for some Neither. reason, Superman's determined he needs Hawkwoman's wings, and he so he strapped them on, and he's going to murder some people. Wait, no, that's Hawkman's wings. Um. Hawk oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yes, Hawkman's. I'm going guessing through. they're on a red sun planet, maybe, and he got no powers. It it has to be, but. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, if, if he has no powers, like Hawkman should keep those wings. That well, he's got a gun too, apparently, in his, yeah. in his right hand. He's carrying that rifle like he means business. Yeah, well, I, he's carried it like he's going to use it like a club. But even so, I do like that. Yeah, his Superman's just going to beat somebody to death with a bullet. <laughs> um, he doesn't. He doesn't use guns. He just murders people with guns. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I uh, vigilante that that cover. I, I love that cover though. Me it's too. a really great cover. I think most people know vigilante from those two issues Alan Moore did, and that's it. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, people today good, though. Marv yeah. Wolfman. This is a, a decent comic that actually mm -hmm. holds up yeah. pretty well. 
Yeah. No, so the premise of Vigilante, this version of Vigilante, is basically what if the Punisher was a good guy? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And uh, and uh, and you got Ross Andrew on there, co-created Punisher. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But uh, and, and Ross Andrew got like the the short end of the stick. I, I feel like he's <laughs> very. Oh, those, those yeah. The, Thanks, I guess Jim. the Orions don't have that. Yeah. You guys are just rare really uh, aliens. Yeah. They're aliens. But, Why do they need nipples? I mean, but, but like Ross Andrew was a good artist on Spider-Man and some other books. I feel like it was so underappreciated. Sure. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a shame. It, I think it, he would have gotten more props if he hadn't been surrounded by people like Perez at yeah. the time. You yeah. know. Here we got a uh, a uh, a Meridroid, a giant cap wearing oh, yeah. a rip-up cap. I remember that. Mike Zach. Yep. Another beautiful really Mike, Mike Zach. Zach. And yeah. that is a, next to it is a, I'm going to say Mike Golden? Um, I believe that is Golden, yes. Oh, Christ. Those are the days, baby. I have all three of these stupid comments. The Ameritroid was dumb, but I loved it. <laughs> I liked that. Uh, I like the, the the ghost rider back and forth here is pretty funny too. The police are like, "Hey, why is that flaming lunatic kidnapping the water wizard?" And the water wizard's like, "No, no, no! What the hell? Put me back in jail!" And ghost rider's like, "Police, you're struggling. I'm about to really fuck you up." That was, that was back when you could get away with open homophobic statements like that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I oh, that, ghost rider! Uh, I, I missed. So, Joe, people were saying you were homophobic on a previous stream. What? That, that that did that did happen because I, I was uh, I, I was making jokes, but um, it's uh, it's because I'm gay and I can do that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that seems kind of dumb. <laughs> well, do the, your the, research. Like, what was the, the joke? Now the, the joke, which I, I I enjoyed making, was that they were talking <laughs> about the uh, the homeless uh, or the unhoused uh, Captain America that uh, right uh, right buddy of mine, Josh Trujillo, got, got to write. And that's one thing I will say about Chris Cantwell is uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it was just him or editorial, but the fact that he worked with other writers and artists to get them on board for that, you know, cap series and gave people a shot is admirable. And a lot of yeah, people don't do sure. that. So right. I, I'd like to at least say that. But I, I, I made a joke because I was like a, guy, a, a gay guy that looks like that if he's homeless, he's not using the apps right. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! But that's funny. It is. It's fucking funny. It is funny. You're basically saying he's too hot to be homeless because yeah. he wouldn't be. He'd have a different couch every night, at least. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I think that's funny. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, I am funny. not. I am not. I am not currently gay, but uh, I find that amusing, and I'm sorry about it. Oh, I appreciate that. Who's uh who's your favorite female GI Joe character? I have no favorite GI Joe characters. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. The the, the Cobra chick. The Baron. Baroness. 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 That's my favorite one. All right. Oh god. I, I, I mean love I, love my, I love my Baroness. Yeah, it's all about the Baroness. I I like Scarlet. I like the, the red well, I was gonna say, you know, Scarlet, but then like you just sound like a poser because everyone no, like everybody goes for Lady J. I think, I think really? Scarlet. Scarlet puts up with a lot of shit. I'm just like she was cleaning up a lot of garbage, and and there were early issues where Scarlet would just she would grab one of those guns and mow down people. And I, I that's right, Matt. That's the Baroness. The, the, yeah. the lady you're talking about is the Baroness. Yeah. 
No, but, but I, I, I always like the villains, but I think that's also a, a gay thing. So, you know. <laughs> okay. I don't dislike G.I. Joe. I just don't actively like G.I. Joe. <laughs> I'm indifferent to G.I. Joe. What How used about, to be great was they used to play um, G.I. Joe and uh, Gem and the Holograms back to back when I was growing no, up. So I'd watch that. that that's uh, just. Just kill me right now. We had two. Um, Chris asked two questions. What are your thoughts on Jim Shooter? What are your thoughts on Larry Hama? Uh, Hama? I, I mean, you oh. know, both great. I mean, they they yeah, yeah. they were they were installed in an era of Marvel that I wish would come back. Um, my Jim Shooter was should be the easy EIC all editors in chief should aspire to be, from my point of view. They they don't like his manners a lot of them, but he was a friend of creatives and a friend of the product and a friend of the audience in a way. And he was strong and smart and he knew how to make comments. And that's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Jim Shooter as a teen, as a young teenager dragged mm -hmm. DC out of the silver oh. age, kicking and screaming. Yes, he did. Yes, and, he did. and what he did on Legion alone. I mean, he did great stuff on like Superman too. He did the first, mm -hmm. uh, Race between Superman and the Flash. That was Jim Shooter, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, you know he uh, and uh, Parasite. He created mm -hmm. Parasite, all sorts of stuff like that. And, like his legacy at DC. Yeah, I mean, and just the kind of things he just like create as a teenager that DC yep. still uses today, like the Cons, the Dominators, yeah, all these yep. other alien yep. races. It's and it's crazy. You guys know this, but these many of the audience will not know this. He also tried to create some of the first black characters and had to fight and lost those fights. Uh, Shadow yeah. Lass of the Legion of Superheroes was supposed yeah. to be black. Uh, Pharaoh Lad was supposed to be black. These were Jim Shooter creations that were shot down by his editor-in-chief because yeah. they wouldn't sell in the South. But he was in there swinging for whatever the actual culture was right then as yeah. a teenager. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he then gets my he, vote. And then when he went to Marvel, He's the guy who was responsible for hiring Wheezy, Andrusenti, right. Larry Hama, Christopher Priest. That's right. Uh, he was behind bringing Dennis Cowan into Marvel. Yep. Yep. Like he he and did a it, lot to and all because he wanted the books to be good. Yeah. He just wanted the books to be freaking good. Like yeah. God bless him. No, I I, I yeah absolutely. Um, Kind of a throwback to an earlier question here. A question for all three of you. A creator, we kind of talked, the creator of a character is upset at what DC or Marvel is doing. Do they have a right to be upset or should they know what they're signed up for? Second I mean, one. You know, a little both, right? No, second one. Um, they, they should know what they're signed up for. Well, you know what you signed up for. What do you mean by upset? Like, I mean, if, if, if you're upset, like the company does a direction you don't agree with. I mean, it's, you know, it's fair game to be upset if you continue then to take their money and stay there. I mean, look, um, I, I'm a huge Alan Moore fan and he's pissed off at the handshake deal that he made that was supposed to protect his beautiful watchman from future exploitation, but he should have known there's no such thing as a handshake deal. If it's not in the contract, it doesn't exist. So he doesn't get to whine about it. And what about Dave Gibbons who gets to get those same residuals? He gets those same royalties from being the co-creator. You're going to fuck him out of his ability to make Passive money, essentially, off of something he co-created. No, uh, you don't have to be happy with it. I don't like all the exploitation of the Watchmen as a 
fan, but it's work for hire. It's work yeah. for hire. They own it. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I mean, it is what it is what you signed for. I mean, it, it, it there's variations. I think it's completely reasonable for you to say, I don't agree with this or I don't like this. I think that's a far cry from you throwing a gigantic tantrum. Yeah. You know, yeah. you should have your opinion. It just you don't have to be a complete asshole about it, as it turns out. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, like, I'm sorry, like, I'll shut up in a minute. But like, everyone loves the Punisher now. But if the Punisher was only ever the way he was when he was started, he's just a villain. He's just a straight-up villain for Spider-Man to kick around from time to time. Now he's this other thing. If you created a Punisher, maybe you have some feelings about that. But, you know, you don't own the freaking Punisher, dude. If you had felt that strongly about it, you shouldn't have given it to Marvel Comics. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, I mean, yeah, you, you can't necessarily control some of your emotions like that, you know, if you're upset, you're, you're upset. There, there's a difference between like we were all getting at, not liking something and, and being uh, upset about it and, and like going right. that step further and, and yeah. undermining the, the people working on, on the team. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Like, cause they're work for hire too. Right. Yeah. Um, we sort of, or I, I sort of popped on this at the beginning there's a pitch and there's what the company wants and there's some synthesis of that that creates the book. If the company wants the Punisher to be a good guy or to be a black guy or to be a fucking werewolf, whatever the company wants, that's what's going to happen, whether it's me writing it or not. And if you invented the Punisher, you may look at that and go, he's not a werewolf. What the hell are they doing? You know, it, you don't get to get mad about it. Yeah, you know, Len Wein had said something. I forget exactly what he said, but he... He had made some reference at some point to how it's interesting that Alan Moore feels this way when uh, he got big off of Swamp Thing, something right. that he didn't create that he fundamentally changed everything about. Yep. Yeah. But he also, well, I have a whole thing about Alan Moore and Swamp Thing, but uh, sure. the question is, should the artist creators work for the company? Um, if the company had strong editorial and strong executive, creative executives, then it would probably be a smart play to have in-house staff the way they used to have them be on salary, but also mm -hmm. know from an audience point of view, that would limit your variation of style and approach so that you would not have the, um, the recompense of, well, it's Jeff and Joe on this book and they suck, but how long can they really last on it, right? It wouldn't be like that. It would be like, this is the bullpen. This is what you get. So it's a six of one half dozen the other. Companies don't want to pay for insurance. They, they don't want to have to worry about things like that. That's why the freelancer economy, what the rest of the world calls the gig economy, all uh -huh. freelancers always work like that. Like we sat around, all of us freelancers, as the rest of the world started doing that, we're like, what y'all whining about? We always had to carry our own insurance. We always had to do all this other stuff. You're just coming over to where we've been living. And yeah, it freaking sucks. But it's all because the company's limiting liability and limiting cost. So For yeah, sure. in a perfect world, they tried it with CrossGen and it flamed out. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. <laughs> It's it's a hard problem. It's and it's not a, a one way. It's it's not a one answer thing. But it is one that a lot yeah. of people have uh, definitive opinions on, and we're seeing a lot of these uh, in the chat here. And and yeah, it's there's a lot of 
it's a tough situation and it is hard when you've got creative people and they feel like they're pouring their heart and soul into things, but ultimately it's not what they own. And then it goes in a direction they don't agree with and they feel like their children have been taken away. And I, I, I get that feeling, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really change the fundamentals of the deal they sign. So anyway, don't sign a contract if you can't fulfill it. I hate yeah. to say it like that, but that's what it is. You got to know who you are and what, what will break your heart and what won't. They can't all be Atari Force, right? Dude, that book was the shit. I love that book. It, it, I, I, I'm surprised they haven't. Uh, so Atari Force is another book that that has, despite being called Atari, uh, it, 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 it has, it has held up. Like it's a good, solid sci-fi book. Yeah, I agree with you. I, 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 I loved it. I, I mean. I think we talked about this before. Whoever, wherever Atari ultimately went, the rights either are just out in the wild and anyone could do it, or they're sewed up again and DC doesn't have access anymore. And I know Marvel with the Micronauts tried to have their cake and eat it too after they lost the license. But I think Atari Force was too wrapped up in their actual product that like you couldn't, I wanted, let me put it to you like this. I wanted to allude to Atari Force in Green Lantern where John Stewart is, mm-hmm. and that was a hard iron door slammed down. No, you cannot. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, huh. either yeah, those rights do not exist in a free world. That's so, the, we almost got that. We almost got a Tari Force in your comic. Well, some version of it. Yeah, I oh, love that. Cool. It was great. Huh. All right. Um, Legion of Superheroes here. I think this is Keith Giffen, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Some nice, uh, very very nice stuff. Um. Cool. Wow, these questions are wild. Yeah, we got a lot. We've got a lot of questions. And Chris, you're asking a ton of. We're never. There's no way. There's no way we're going to get to all your questions. But there's there's a ton of great questions in here. So yeah, man. Um, I'm not a big Moon Knight guy, so I have no opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that Thor run. That was when he was meeting all the other gods. Yep. Tear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it Keith Pollard through that? The Thor cover. Yeah, uh, I can't tell. Would have been the right time frame, I think so. Mm. And uh, the She-Hulk, I have no reference for. She-Hulk, what are her thoughts? And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's I, I Moon Knight's a title. So is She-Hulk. I mean, it's not better. <laughs> Fuck you, Mumbles. <laughs> I don't even know where. <laughs> yeah, this is this is definitely She-Hulk before she got on the roids. Um, it is uh, it, Moon Knight is a is an interesting character because there's been radically different runs for him. It's it's and it's I think it I've never I, I don't believe anybody has said they liked every Moon Knight appearance because there there's there's they do they've done dramatically different things with that character. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um. Very very good. All right. Here is uh here's another wonderful Zach uh, Deathlock cover and here's Thor. Oh, man. Yeah. Here's Thor being given a hard choice. It's a, it's a, it's a classic come home with me or no more pussy for you. He's an idiot. Yeah. That's Sif. What is he doing? Go home, dude. Yeah. I think the decision was to uh, switch teams and give it to Walt Simonson. <laughs> yeah, that was the real decision. <laughs> a turning point in the life. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I mean, I think Thor, you go back to Asgard, you drink all day and in... As or I, it always comes back to drinking with me, but yeah, this is uh, 
This was some fun uh, stuff. And the Spidey book. This was a good. This was a good payoff to a nice storyline in Spidey. Yeah. Spoiler. Was it Ned Leeds? I yeah, wasn't it? But what did the it turn out like? They're they're retconning the shit out of this right now at this moment uh, in uh, Spider Man. So. Well, it's a good thing. Straight up the shit though. God damn. Oh yeah, but but no, it, it's really great. I'm I'm happy that um, they keep dwelling on on the past and can't just move forward with, with Spider-Man, and we're just stuck <laughs> in all this muddy garbage for you know I guess till we're all dead at this point. Ah, uh, I'm not reading it. I can't comment. I yeah. don't know what the hell's going on with Spider-Man. Very. Oh, well, my favorite Spider-Man artist is Chris Bacolo because he's my favorite artist, period. Whatever he's drawing, he's my favorite one. I, I agree. It'd be nice if that comic could come out. Uh, kill to work with that guy. Non-stop Spider-Man just turned out to be the cursed name of all time. But uh, did, it, did issue one come out and no more or none? Uh, came we got three issues out, but issue four has been delayed further. I mean, it's... And, and issue six has completely been taken off the board, and nobody knows at this point. I love all of these comics. Mm -hmm. I love the UFOs. I love the UFOs. I'm glad they got to return in this comic. <laughs> I like uh, I like the use of color here for the Avengers. I like how they've made the mm -hmm. prison, the silhouette, and all the rest. There's some really cool uh, uh, cool creation here. A lot of depth going on. I I, I did a, I think I did a video on this. I don't remember anymore, uh, but. The Hank Pym situation is Hank Pym redeemable. What do you What do you two think? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the problem is we all know the crazy history of that one panel of that one comic, and the, everybody's yeah. sort of running away from it. Like I didn't know it was going to happen like that. The artist went crazy and took my words out of context. All of that bullshit. But mm -hmm. an editor and an inker and a colorist all saw that fucking panel and nobody blinked. So whatever. Um, it depends on how you do the redeeming, I suppose. Like, if it's going to be like I have, I keep going back to Green Lantern because I'm always talking about Green Lantern. But I got a lot a of shit for the book, yeah, because of Zanchi, right? John, I hated Cosmic Odyssey. I hated what they did with John in that that book, but it happened. So it's part of his backstory. So if he's going to get redeemed for that, I don't know how in the real world such a person gets redeemed, but that would be the way to do it, whatever it is. Otherwise, it's just going to sit there like a freaking extra appendage that just rots. Yep. Yeah, I, I think uh, going back to your video, you know, I did I did listen to that uh, video and and basically I'm sorry. It, yeah, it's it's just it's hard to get past this stuff because every single writer that takes on the character has to mention it. Yeah, that, that's just it. I don't get like Pim. It feels like they they put a lot of effort. Like John Byrne puts a lot of effort into trying to redeem the character over West Coast Avengers, separates him from the Wasp, and does some work. Mm -hmm. And then like before too much time goes by, they immediately like, hey, remember the time he beat his wife? It's like, well, why are you bringing that up? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Well, do you, I mean. Let move the, on. The instant disclaimer, and it's it, this is why I wonder if it, it, certain things can be redeemed. He was nuts at that time. He sure. was at least a multiple personality. He was absolutely out of control. He was it was not even a drunk. It was like a brain imbalance in our in a real world context. There was literally something chemically, physically wrong with him 
when he was acting like that. The Yellow Jacket only exists as a character because he was losing his fucking shit. Yes. Yeah. So if he needs to be redeemed, then he needs to be on his meds, basically. You could do a story where he has an issue where he has to control it with meds, like people in the real world do. Uh, that doesn't take his responsibility for the event away, but it means I'm acknowledging that I did that when I was out of control and I can never be that out of control guy again. That would be one of the things. Like I have to have my meds, I can't do certain things. This is how my life is restricted because when I'm off my meds, it's the kind of shit I do. I mean, it, you can it, do that. It just seems weird that they, they with Hank Pym, they can't, they can't re- either resolve it and acknowledge it like you're describing or just like quietly forget it and move on with it. They, they keep picking at that scab and meanwhile, as some people mentioned in the chat, I mean, there was a storyline where Peter hit Mary Jane. Yeah. They, there's a storyline where he was raped by some friend. Right. Family. Like, what? why those, those they move past. But I don't know, dude. I feel like with the way the press is, quote unquote, the press is right now, any artist or writer who decided to use Yellow Jacket, Hank Pym, or just Hank Pym, and never addressed it, would be accused of trying to hide it. Ugh. I don't think like I would not use Hank Pym period specifically because of that. I would that, never ever use him. That's just terrible. I, I mean, that's that's destructive. With the, again, how the it, it, that's just awful. I, I mean, it is though stories on. I mean, it's true. I, I mean, look, I, you made a tweet about Hal Jordan, and I think uh, continued to come out and out now. <laughs> Whatever, yo. I, but <laughs> like. Just uh, anyway, I, I don't know. It's no, seems- yeah, you see how it is. Like the way the internet works, yeah. The way social media works in general, people complain about it or they just commit to it. But is anything you've ever done, it stays alive forever. So in yeah. that case, unless you took pains to clean him up to make him suffer, essentially compensatory suffering, to you know, and he comes through to the side, and Jan can never forgive him. That's another thing. They can never get back together. That's over. Which right. is again, it, it's there's a storyline in West Coast Avengers where they he he moves out there. He's trying to do different things. He winds up, uh, as I recall, starting to to either have a friendship or date. Uh, what was the what was Firebird? Was that right? And he he almost turns to religion, and then mm-hmm. they immediately like, hey, let's 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 move Jan out to L.A. too, and have have them have bring that that stuff up again. It's like, what what are you no. what are you doing? Right. And I, if you're going to redeem him, quote unquote, then you have to give him a redemption arc. That's it. Whatever it is, you have to spend story time on it. Yes. You can't just say it happened. It just feels like they, they've done multiple redemption arcs and then hit the reset button anyway. Yeah, somebody doesn't want to let it go, I guess. I, uh, I, I don't get it. Range. Um, this, this X-Men was awesome, though, wasn't it? This was Wolverine fighting the brood. Yeah, yeah. The return yeah. of Cochran, right? That was Dave's second run on the book. Yeah, after yeah, Burton left and great stuff. He was off shortly after that. We got, you know, Paul Smith. I think, right? Yeah. So. Yep. It's uh, you know, it's it's this was a this was a good run of comics. Um, all right, so we've reached the end of this this wonderful night here. <laughs> uh, good time. So so folks. Um, Old Turch, so I'm hitting the road for a couple of weeks. Okay. So I think we're going for at least there will be at least two weeks. No, no stream. Going to travel out of the country some and deal with that. Um, so it will be uh, it will be a crazy time. We'll see how it goes. Have 
about 50 videos in the can that can go up. And so that it'll be like I've never left. But um, uh, I'll miss you all. I, I like doing these live streams and everything else. So I apologize for um, for this. Yes, Mumbles, I apologize. I ran out of time and I should have gotten some 90s and 2000 comics in there. So I, I apologize. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, no, it, it, it should be the the. You know, we'll we'll put some stuff out there. I'll miss you guys. There, there's a chance. Um, I, I there's one uh, person that I wanted to come on and do a little stream with. So there may be some kind of surprise middle of the week thing before all the uh, the uh, the travel kicks in. But um, but Joe and Jeff, thank you so much for for joining me tonight, brother. I love these things. These are, this was once again the highlight of my week. I'm I'm glad to hear it. Now it's it's fun to just talk comics and and to everybody who showed up in the chat. Thank you for for coming. You can hit like, I guess, and uh, somewhere in the midst of all this, we'll get a comic book uh, up and out so you guys can see that. And I'm I'm excited by having that goes out. Sadly, it's not a vacation. I wish it was. <laughs> but uh, that sucks. what do you say? Two weeks? Yeah, at least Three? two weeks. So okay, yeah, I'll be out well, through the rest of the month. So fun, fun times. We'll reconvene um, when you return. We will, thank you. I, yeah, I'd love to continue to talk, and uh, and we will. Uh, if there's a way to do something from the road, I'll do it from the road. I, I don't think that's going to be possible, but we will see. So uh, <laughs> we'll see, brother. Yeah. What I'm about to do with these Green Lanterns, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> it's good stuff. I'm going to continue to enjoy reading these comics, and uh, and Joe, thanks for all your help as well. And and, and again, I can't stress enough. You guys uh, put a lot of effort here. Uh, Joe and Jeff, both of you, join me on streams. Joe's done a ton of videos and retrospectives with me, and uh, the all the growth is coming from from you guys and and the, oh, the people good. watching these shows. So thank you very much. Yay, audience! Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, have a stay fun out there. Have some good fun things to drink, and we'll we'll catch up on the road. I'll post photos on the road as I can. Bye. <laughs>